Well, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the angle of the dangle, the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I and, and bougie, bougie boy over here is talking about. Oh, this is how Rogan does it. It's a podcast. It's not supposed to be flattering. Like, what kind of comeback is that? Podcast mm. is supposed to be flattering. Who are you trying to look flattering for? I just. We got me all self-conscious about my sweatshirt these days. Well, it's black. You put it on so it looked fl- flattering today. Like your dad said earlier. God, my dad. What your dad say? Was that your dad? <laughs> yeah. He's, it was? He's yeah. such a piece of work. He's a hoot. I didn't know he's that. <laughs> What's he doing in town? He moved here. No way. Yeah, his neighbor is like a... How's that going? Big hunter from Bend, Oregon. He lives here in the winter. He loves it, by the way. Um, but he just brought his neighbor in. It's pretty legit, like, bow hunter back in the day. A little tip porter, move your mic back up after you drink. I was drinking. I know, but thing after, after bring after it back. Bring it back. Was it Chuck Adams? Is that your neighbor? Um, no, no. <laughs> Gene. Didn't he? He used to know, like, dude. He's a huge hunter. Yeah. He huge. I I can't believe, like, I did not expect that from a guy just coming in with your dad. <laughs> Massive hunter. Did your dad golf? Yeah. Shot. Uh, the national archery team. Shot four. Oh really? Yeah, it's like this guy was—he's huh. killed some shit. Like he's been all over hunting. No kidding. Used to hunt with a bunch of outdoor riders back in the day. Like, was not expecting that. How have we never heard of this guy? And he's your dad's neighbor. I mean, my dad talks a lot. He's been talking about him forever. He but does like, talk a lot. you know, it's like, okay, dad, whatever. And then you talk to him, you're like, oh, dude is real. He uh, used to hunt Wyoming all the time back in the day. He's got a couple thirty inchers, thirty plus inchers. Like, dude's been hunting. <laughs> What was he talking about? Calling blacktails in Oregon? Rattling. Rattling. Blacktails in Oregon. We were talking whitetails, and I was explaining. I'm, like, starting to get very into whitetails. You and mm-hmm. I have been having this conversation a couple yeah. of times. They're just so goddamn aggressive and, like, I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's different. So rattling whitetails, like, when we were when I was down in Texas this last year, my first time, like, truly hunting whitetails. And uh, he was saying he does that with blacktails in Oregon. Huh. I'm like, damn, sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, the video I see a guy's bow hunting late whitetail with like a decoy and then rattle from the ground. So fun. Yeah. I want to do that. <laughs> Me again too. and again and again. Like Me it's too. so fun. Yeah, that would be good. I did like when I was back in Minnesota sitting in a stand and watching whitetails just be whitetails. Like, like I could p- I could get into that, that a little bit. Like a pretty sweet setup you had. Oh, that heated blind. Heated Ooh. blind. I'm really coffee. I'm yeah. really into this uh on the ground, push in super aggressive to bedding areas, set up a decoy and start rattling. Like it's that sounds like a Texas like style. Fun. Really fun hunt. Texas style, exactly. Shooting bucks at ten yards. Well, we have Mr. Christopher Porter. A very a very special, special guest. Special today. guest. Very special guest for a special episode. Do you know why you're it's you're a special me. episode, Porter? No, you're making me feel very special. It is Big Hunt Guys fiftieth episode. Go ahead and move that microphone closer to your mouth because we already get a bunch of complaints that our sound sucks. Really? Yeah. Got to be like a pilot. Got to really? be like touching your lips. Yeah. How do I drink my coffee? You, you can pull, you you can pull it like out. Side, like side spill. No coffee okay. drinking during the podcast. We can, get you, we can get you a sippy cup if you want. <laughs> <laughs> do, you feel, do you feel special being on the I podcast? I kind of do feel special. We've, we've been wanting to have you on for a while, I but know. we thought 50th. 50th. Bring in the all-star guest. I love it. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. What do you think about uh, having 50 episodes? Are you surprised? Yeah, how fast that happened? Yeah. When did we launch? Uh, February last year. 
February but last we've only year. been taking it serious for like a couple months I yeah feel like yeah we started ramping it up after mm-hmm. a few little kinks here and there kind of took a minute but then we just did it yep so watching Porter struggle to drink. His yeah, coffee if, if you're listening fantastic. to the podcast, you should jump over to YouTube right now and check it, out and watch him struggle. The video. Do you hear this? That's that's my. You, can, you can pull it away for a you second. You can like yeah, then, pull it away and pull it back. Drink. Okay. Porter thought it was one of those a- ASMR videos. That's what he thought it was. People yeah, where you just listen to people, people wanted to hear drink. him drink, <laughs> hear him eat. Uh, and he got a fresh haircut today. It looks like for the podcast. I Good. will tell you, Porter stays true to his haircut game. Let's talk about your haircut game. <laughs> it's well, every it's two weeks. And solid. It's, the, it's the beard trim game too. Is it Ben, the, bar- ben the Barber still? Ben the Barber, yeah. Yeah, shout out. I it's don't know what happens and Porter is a planner. Everyone knows that from the video, from a, his hunt film. It, Porter's very known as the planner and I am the furthest thing from that. And it where where that shows in our lives is I've been trying to get a haircut. I'm already I don't know, four plus weeks out of my last one. And mm-hmm. I've been trying for a week and a half to get one, and I just can't figure out when to go. This guy just stays on a strict do schedule you, do and you figures have an it out every time. Like a st- strict appointment. It's like every, every, what is it, every two weeks? Every week? Three weeks. Every three. <laughs> Lorenzo's a bill, uh, he's an embellisher. Every, every no, three. I am not an embellisher. Every three, three weeks, you yeah. have, you just, it's on the yeah. on the paper. Every Monday. Nice. That's a little different than my schedule. I get my haircut twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Brady I know. You have had a hair haircut like more recent than six weeks, though. No. It looks kind of fresh. Before Thanksgiving. It's really? my last one. Who does Brady's beard trimming? I was going to say. Your beard own? looks pretty good. You, he's got to do it. I do it myself. Yeah, yeah I trim my beard myself. Mm-hmm. Like it, my beard hasn't shagged out over six Do you get your weeks. beard trimmed, too? Just because it's convenient. Same guy, just same time? Yeah. Do well, they do the full treatment, hot towel, the, yeah. the whole, come on. Yeah, I get the whole hot towel. It's no shame. Yeah. I, I mean, it makes me feel <laughs> a little high maintenance, but it's nice. I mean, I would do it if I had a, a I mean, I don't even know. I just cut my own. But yeah, if I, a, if I, I had a barber in Cedar, I'd, I'd do it. The only thing I struggle with is the, the like, by the ear and neckline. Mm-hmm. So yes, every I'll, time I get my hair yeah. cut, I have him, like, do that. But then I'm so fucking lazy. It like grows into where I can't find it again. Mm-hmm. By the time I actually get around to doing it, I'm like, God dang it! <laughs> now it's sideways again and crooked. Uh, First world problems, I guess. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So Porter, for sure. you had a pretty good season. Just give us a little quick recap. Give, give us a rundown of who, who Porter. Who is Porter for going? Oh, we'll do that one first. Uh, okay. I want to know that one first. Okay, let's introduce Porter to the podcast. Yeah, audience. I mean, people know you, but give yeah. us a rundown. Um. Why don't you give me locally loved and internationally recognized? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird talking about yourself. Reflexes of cats. What, you, uh, what am I to you? You're the head honcho. You're the man. You're, the, you're the guy. Um, yeah, we've been here, been here a while. I remember when Go Hunt was an idea. So yeah, yeah it's been a minute. Um, Do you guys remember that like pretty vividly? Oh, yeah. extremely vivid. Where did the fir- where did this first conversation extremely happen? Extremely vivid. I mean, uh, where, how far do you want to go back? The first time you thought I was fucking nuts is when I was in the back office as an analyst for the gaming company back in a dark, weird part of the office because it wasn't even fully built out. It was like half slot machine area where, like, the techs would work on new games and all, and I was kind of, like, back in this corner. Mm-hmm. And he'd come back there because we were, you know, roughly same age as far as, like, professional life goes. Obviously, it's not like college where everyone's the exact same age. But, like, roughly same age, and we would have lunch, you know, views on the marketing team so what were you like late 20s early 30s like 30 30 yeah it was 30 you were 25 24 24 i was 29 24. i'm five years older than you. yeah 24 and uh 
that's when I was, you know, doing over the counter in Arizona all the time. It's when I first came back mm-hmm. from college and I really was trying to do this shit on my own, like trying to figure out where I'm going hunting, how can I get a tag, where's the opportunity? Like digging through proclamations and have all this shit and he's like, What in the fuck are you doing? I'm like, dude, I know I'm not smart enough to do this, but like this is what it takes. Yeah. So I started telling him. You did know, you talk to him about hunting before that? Like, did you, I mean, were you aware that he was a hunter? That was like a big part of his life. And well, anybody that knew Lorenzo knew he was a hunter for sure. I was not a hunter at all, but yeah, you knew. I don't have friends. I don't do social things. Sure. Everyone always wonders where I go and what I was doing. Yeah. That, he that's has why I was friends. like gone. He's but he's <laughs> I do not have friends. <laughs> you definitely, hunting is, is a big part of you. But I mean, and, and with this whole family too. I mean, you walk into that that old family office. I mean, there would be animals, yeah. his dad's animals, his animals yeah. on the wall. I mean, yeah. If you knew, if you knew him or his family, you knew they were all hunters yeah. for sure. Were you inquisitive about it at all? Like when? I mean, what do you think? I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. Porter, knowing, hold on, I know. You know yeah, I, I do. I know Porter's <laughs> inquisitive about everything. But like, at what uh, level were you inquisitive? Were you just like, oh, this is kind of kind of weird? Just I, like animals all over the place. There's one particular time. This is probably what 2012 or something. It's kind of what he was just referring to. But I walked by his office and he had magazines laid out and he was applying for uh, paper Nev- maps on the wall. All kinds Nevada. Of shit. One of the draws was due. It was like spring or whatever. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, dude. And he was all stressed. He's like, I got five points. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like. What, you're hunting. Why is it so stressful? Mm-hmm. And he's explaining the process and this and that. I'm like, what, what is that? Oh, it's a forum. It's where you get all the info. I'm like, what do you mean a forum? It looks like it was built in 1970. Like, what? Which it probably was. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what? He's uh-huh. like, that's where you get the information. Then all these magazines. Like, that's where you get the information of, like, what not to do this. And I'm, like, trying to He's like, how does that work? Like, well, see all the, what all these people are talking about? Like, I don't want to do that. Like, I need to find something else. I'm, like, looking at all this other stuff, Google Earth up, the KML files, all the old school stuff we used to do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he was, like, shocked that there wasn't a, a, a place or a thing like a, like a Zillow or a, you know what I mean? He was shocked. Is that, did your wheels start turning then at that point? Oh, yeah. I remember walking out of his office. Not that, like, oh, we're going to build Go Hunt. Yeah, but yeah. I remember walking out going, <laughs> You know how he is when he wants to understand something. Mm-hmm. He just peppers and peppers. And so it was just constant, like, well, what do you do this? What about that? What about that? And I just kept explaining, like, what I was doing. And he could not believe there wasn't anything. So, like, organically, that kind of grew into something, obviously. But it still wasn't, like, a thought of we're going to build something. So what, at what point between – I'm just – I'm curious because I've yeah. never had the two of you together like this that I can – I'm sure I have. But, yeah. like, at what point did you guys go – we we got something like there's something here. Well, I re- there was one like major um, that I remember step to like how serious this was all getting me and hunting and like what kind of projected this into a, more of a serious oh, conversation. <laughs> Everybody, pause Everybody Porter, Porter drinks, drinks coffee. coffee. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that in this camera angle, I keep looking at Bougie Boy. There's got to be a different. No, man, you're closest to the camera. You're going to look great. <laughs> no, it's you're going to look phenomenal, Porter. <laughs> There's got to be a better way over here. Uh, uh, but he just fights me on this. Um, but we were uh, we were playing golf at uh, TPC Las Vegas. We were on the, the par three, and I'm like, we were, him and I were talking. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to move to Dixon, California and go work for Kuyu. Mm-hmm. That's when I was talking to Jason quite a bit, and he was going to, at the time, you know, this was a long time ago, but he was thinking about spinning off his backpack, yep. icon backpacks, and do like a thing of its own. Um, you know, with this carbon fiber frames and get into you know military and firefighting, all this stuff. And we were talking, 
like, yeah, man, I th- I'm going to move to Dixon and go. And he's like, you are, you're insane. Like, this is not smart. Don't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like my life here in Vegas, the opportunity, what both of us had in Vegas at the time. And he's like, you, you're nuts. Well, then it started getting like more serious conversation from there because mm-hmm. I think he was like, almost trying to he's a very caring person so i think he was almost trying to solve for my stupidity like no 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 you can't do it like there's got to be something else you know and uh that's when it started getting more serious like the talks started getting gotcha. more serious because the hard goods yeah why well, in selfish i didn't want you to move you're yeah. just you know getting settled in and i didn't want to lose a friend in dixon california sound so far <laughs> but and hard goods like to me like everything i knew about hunting which was not much at all but at that point was Gosh, there's an opportunity on digital. Mm-hmm. So hard goods is great, but man, someone's got to do this digital. And then that's when we started. And that's the world you came from. He yeah. came from. So like he he saw the opportunity, which like it's a paradigm shift for me. It's just it's what I knew. It's like that's what I knew about hunting. Is this is how it worked? But mm-hmm. you have somebody looking at it from a different angle, and it's like, well, I never looked at it that, yeah, way. that way. And that makes a ton of sense. Like yeah, there's probably more opportunity here. And that's when it started getting more serious. So just kind of a vision for it, like what it would look like? Well, or did that kind of just develop as you went? I, I assume it's probably a combination tw- of, of twenty. Of I mean, t- 2012 was not, not that long ago, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking a, a decade ago? This is probably actually not 2013. 2013 is when we started actually talking. 2012 was when I was just casually learning about hunting from them. But 2013, I mean, it's not that long ago, you know, Netflix was big, Amazon. I mean, these these digital companies were already giant, and there just was this massive opportunity in hunting. It's like there's got to be there's got to be a better way. There's got to be a better better way to give information. And I remember the thing that struck me so odd is he would be looking at these magazines and he'd be like, "Oh, here's the ranking." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, doesn't everybody read this magazine? Everybody sees the same ranking. Well, then everyone's gonna if you change something from a fifth ranking to a three. Yeah. And what did I tell you? It, you like you like to look at the neighboring units. Yeah. I'm like, that's the exactly, that's where you don't want to go. Like, don't go there. That's part of the strategy as well. Yeah, the old school strategy. Knowing where the old, yeah. the old school strategy. And, yeah. and then I would find a, you know, a, a ridge that ran from that unit into a neighboring one, and then I would look at, you know, those deer don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking GMU line. Mm-hmm. So, like, the uh, first aha moment was, like, we need to do something on digital if we're going to do something. And then the second one was, like, why don't we give the user as much information as possible and empower them and let them decide I mean, that was really early on. Because right. at the time, it was just trophy units. And it was Plus like these only ranked. Only covered. His weirdly yeah, ranked. Like, how do you rank <coughs> a – how do you rank that as a yeah, unit? Like, there's so who, much. It's all relative, exactly. right? Exactly. It's all relative. Like, mm-hmm. who is – who, first of all, is ranking these? So him and I, him, um, were getting – he was kind of pushing the – we why don't why, – why can't everybody make the decision for themselves with all the information? Mm-hmm. And I remember the aha, the aha moment for me was like, can we – put that much information he's like uh it's online so yeah <laughs> you literally can do as much as you want I'm like holy shit and you can change it whenever you want yeah I'm like okay well that sounds very interesting mm-hmm. well and this is too when millennials were really coming into being a, a critical like generation and like having disposable income and stuff and they millennials had patience of a two-year-old right and mm-hmm. so I remember, like, he would be talking about, like, the Arizona Strip. Oh, this is what everybody wants. I'm like, well, how long does it take to get a tag there? He's like, oh, 20, 25 years. I'm like, well, what are you doing for the next – until then you draw that. Like, you, there's got to be opportunity on a yearly basis. And yeah. like, you That's know. why I said coos deer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
so you're asking oh so that was 2013 we started like hey maybe we can do something maybe we can do something we had day jobs at this point yes which is what i wanted to ask like both of you had jobs oh yeah you both had good jobs right like yeah good jobs right oh yeah it i mean was i would say yeah i mean we you know i think the definition of success however you define it i think whatever way you define Mm -hmm. we were both we were both doing well and had opportunities in front of us for sure yeah was there was there anxiety about like pulling the plug and being like okay we're gonna do this because i'm i'm pretty we had we had this conversation this morning when i think i'm right it, there's no, I mean, there's no <laughs> talking me off the ledge. I just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. The, I had a, I had a moment. Uh, Did you we have a moment when you went home and talked to your wife? And you yeah. Were like, hey, listen. We, we, I remember it like it was yesterday. We were on an airplane <laughs> and we were flying to, we were going on a summer, like a family vacation with her parents, my wife's f- family. And I remember like you sit next to her and going, Hey, you know, and at this point, like all of my career, which is oh, I'm third, 31 at this point, so 10 years into my career, mm-hmm. was all in online gaming. Like that's what I knew, and I knew it really well, right? And there weren't that many people that knew it well. Right? It was a really young industry. And I remember going, God, you know, I really, Lorenzo's passionate. He's got this big idea. It's exciting. It's entrepreneurship. I love it. Like I think I, think I want to give it a shot. And I remember she literally laughed in my face. She goes, what What do you know about hunting? And <laughs> and I'm like, that was definitely a humbling moment. I'm like, oh, maybe this is crazy. Yeah. But we were able to kind of have our day job and night job for a couple months, which helped us evolve yeah, the idea sure. a little bit more. When we hired our first, when we hired somebody, hired somebody as a director of product to like run our technology, that's when it's it very real. Because when you hire somebody and they leave a different job, it's like yeah, now the stakes are responsibilities yeah, through the roof. That's that on you. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's interesting. And then we just took a lot of really good insight from other people and ourselves and kind of built it out as a, I don't know, like a brain yeah. dump session from a lot of different people and what should we do next? And that's so kind of how it all came together. So as it evolved, did your role, I mean, it, it, are you doing right now what you kind of pictured from the jump? Or has it kind of evolved over time? I mean, talk a little bit. I'm just curious mm. personally. Like, It's a good question. How, how did this evolve for you personally within, oh. within Gohan? Is it going the way that you thought it would? I mean, is it where, – where are you at on the spectrum as far as, like, what you thought it could be to, like, where we are now? Oh, it's evolved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I it's agree. It's evolved tremendously. Like, if you think of – you know, you want to have a vision, but if you th- – if you if it's too big too soon it's overwhelming mm-hmm. so you create these like little milestones along the way uh, i remember when we launched the store in like 2017 that was like a huge moment now i can't imagine go on without the store you know like there's just these different milestones and you keep trying to get better and learning and learn along the way but no it's no we didn't think like that day would be no you know yeah no i remember that conversation too in the parking lot <laughs> Like about order, the shop? got this. I got this thought in my head, and I think it's a good one. Don't I don't want you to respond right now because you asked if he was inquisitive about hunting. Mm-hmm. If you know Porter, you know one question leads to the snowball, the Porter snowball effect, which is I would say his best gift within Go Hunt because he gets to you. You get to the point, you, like you get fully well rounded with all these questions that you aren't asking yourself. I'm like I knew him well enough at the time. Like, I don't want an answer. I don't say anything back. I want to do a store. Just settle on that. 
Just don't ask any questions. Just think about that. <laughs> so we left the parking lot. Up, but I would not let him ask any questions. I just told him and walked away. Got my trek and left. It's pretty funny. I just remember that. let him stew on it. Well, you know, ops guy goes, warehouse, yeah, where are we going? Whole operations <laughs> guy. <laughs> and I told him the idea, and I, I get to just go home. And he's sitting there like, holy shit, now what? Like, Wheels like, spinning. Yeah. Oh, like, now how much capital do you need for inventory? I mean, they're like projecting that. Yeah, out and of that's the what I didn't want him to start asking me because I had no idea. Yeah. I had no clue. I just had this thing that I thought would, would fly. My dad and I went on a hunt. We were talking. My dad's ultra smart and he's a visionary himself. And we just, we felt like there was this fit. And so, like, that's all I knew. That's There was just this fit. Gotcha. It was pretty interesting. Um, this, I mean, it doesn't, 10 years doesn't seem like that long. When you look back. But when you look forward, it's a, that's a long time. Think about all long. the hunts we can go on in the next 10 yeah. years. But then when you look back, it's like, doesn't seem that long ago. It's weird if they look forward towards look back. I mean, think about how much, how long you guys have both been here now. And how much your roles have changed. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, just, like, mm -hmm. quite a bit evolving. And he became a big game hunter, too. You got thrown into the mix. I did. I did. I remember early on wanting to just do it to understand the customer. And then I got the bug. You get so, the bug hard now. Yeah. How we give Porter a lot of shit, but I, I give him a lot of credit, too, because he's gone on backcountry hunts, like, full-blown backcountry hunts before some of, like, the acquaintances that I know that are big hunters way before they ever have that just, like were, would call them. themselves hunters, you know, since 12 years old, like since they could start. And he was going on backcountry hunts before them. What was and your first hunt that you did? Uh, I went with his brother in 2013 without a tag just to help him. He had a Nevada mule deer tag. 2014, I had my... I had a Utah Muzzy tag. That was my very first tag. Muzzy King. Muzzy, Muzzy King. That's when Shout he came out, out as Muzzy King. <laughs> hey, killed the opening night. Yep, Muzzy King. Um, and then when I, I went on a third season that 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 uh, November, and then, I mean. So your first time was a muzzleloader. The first one that you actually killed was a muzzleloader mule deer? Open yeah. sight muzzleloader. Yeah. What was it like? Uh, I think it was one power scope. Was it open sight? It's Utah. Yeah. It pretty sure it was we might, were using open it? sights on yeah, that muzzle loader. Might have yeah, might, might have been right about that transition mm -hmm. then when they went from open to because you used my magnified scopes. I think I and I cousins. only had an oh you might, it might have been one I think power. it was one power that might it, have been true. It was a new That's law, true. but anyway, um, true. yeah. Did you love it from the get go, or was it like oh, I want to try this out just to see? I did love it. Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, I had a blast. But it was opening night, right? So like I didn't. There wasn't like the grind, and then. I had like three or four hunts right after that that kicked my butt. And I was like, oh. And I this got humbled fast. I was like, dude. That'll, that'll happen. This is overwhelming. Like, yeah. Speaking I, I of, I remember this. <laughs> Paul, will you take care of my, my dad? My dad just walked in, actually. Nice timing. We should get him on the podcast. <laughs> we should get him on the podcast. I would love to. I would just like to sit and listen to him tell stories. I would, I would love to. I'd love to go back in his day of he can tell some good ones yeah, with his uncle and back when he was a kid. Um, but yeah, it was uh, he got he got into it fast. And then if you look like I don't know, he's been on some right. I mean, he's been on a track some record too. Like he doesn't give up. No, there's a lot of those what those Colorado hunts. You had other buddies who went home early. You grounded out to the last day and shot a freaking giant. You've done that multiple times. Like you have a well, literally the very same impressive. day he was leaving, is he was hunting that same, which not a lot of people do. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't take it to the 
down to the wire. You took it down to the wire. I would definitely say the DNA of Go Hunt, though, is like that we don't die, we just multiply kind of a thing. <laughs> and uh, that's how we all hunt, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes it that much sweeter, though, when you do connect. Like the So I went on that late season 2014, ate my tag, got my butt kicked, had a 2015, I went on a backcountry hunt with goats with Brandon, which I had no business going on with a, on a muzzleloader hunt. I had no, my harvest success chance going into that was probably 1%. <laughs> Ate that tag, had a Utah general season tag, shot and missed a great buck. So ate both tags in 2015. I had a good muzzy tag in 2016 in Nevada that I got lucky and drew. Got my butt kicked there. Yeah, you went on a run there. And yeah. then 2016, went on a third season Colorado tag. Got my butt kicked. That's what you're talking about, Brady. Yep. Till the last second morning. of the last day. No, last morning. That it was Sunday the last, morning. It was Sunday morning. Yeah, when you were going to drive home. Yeah, we were driving. We were on our way out of town. We had one last shot on this buck we had yeah. been chasing. And that's what I say. Most people would just sleep in, get out of town. You know oh, what I mean? Like most been a hard people hunt. wouldn't pack the hunt like they're pack the truck like they're going home, but stop the hunt. You know, that, was I mean? that year was really hot. Yeah, third season. That's when yeah, you killed your. That was a terrible. That, that was, was a terrible third season. Horrible third season. That was. I remember I was in Kremling and I sent you a picture of sixty-five degrees. Yes. On the last day, my truck read sixty-five on the last day. I was in short sleeve, getting yeah. sunburned. But connecting that morning was like the most rewarding yeah. feeling. Facetiming the wife, like it was, it was, it was emotional. It was crazy. It's hard to explain to a non-hunter. What do you like about honey? Oh. Uh, it's always interesting to, for me because, like, I grew up hunting. You grew up hunting. Yeah. You grew up hunting. Like, you started hunting in your late twenties, maybe early thirties. Yeah, early thirties. Like, w- what is it about it for you? Like, what draws you in? Oh, uh, I've always loved the outdoors. So you have the okay. outdoor element. You have the challenge. It's so challenging. Um, like the meat component. Like the like, there's something about harvesting. Anim- an animal putting the meat on your back yeah. and then cooking that meat like that connection is hard to explain I don't know all that combined and you're a really good planner we've discussed that right away oh. at the when you <laughs> good, he goes on a hunt is an understatement and you eat well when you hunt with porter <laughs> that's, like he, that's the other benefit yeah you, you know you, especially well. if you have goats or llamas holy yeah. shit you're gonna be eating good tortellini pesto right porter oh god that was a fun hunt <laughs> yeah it's always interesting everybody's a little different in how they hunt you know I've only I've hunted with you one time we went to on a Colorado hunt this mm. last what month, I guess? We didn't eat that good on that one, though. We that was a little good. <laughs> we eat good because of in town. I, I eat a lot better than I do on most hunts. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> but that's what I've always heard is Porter eats well when he's out there. Yeah, it's impressive. Is that like... Uh, he's got the energy to, like, care about it. I don't have enough energy to care by the time, like, you know, I'm... Yeah, but I think that's interesting. Like, everybody's a little bit different on what they want out of a hunt. And I think part of the reason, see, at least to me, from the outside looking in, like, it seems to me like that's part of a hunt for you. That you value. It's like part of the thing mm-hmm. of being in in the woods is eating well and being you know enjoying that part of it and being out there. Hundred percent. And that's I didn't get a, I didn't have a backcountry hunt in twenty two and I missed it bad. But like the planning logistics, like you guys are talking about going into a backcountry hunt, and then the food component, like you gotta you gotta pace yourself as you guys know on a hunt. Like if you have too many ups and downs, you'll just burn yourself out. And like my personality, I can do that. So food, <laughs> food allows you to kind of like, you know, you go have a horrible day, right? Where you don't see anything. You come back, you have a nice meal, a couple spices or something to improve it. It gets you, get, gets you a little mojo. Having coffee in the back country. Coffee's key. Yeah, oh. Coffee is key. Yeah. Coffee yeah. is key. 
I've noticed. So the one time I have hunted with you, it's, it's interesting because I've known you at work, mm. and everybody that's asked, it's like at home, like, "Oh, how was hunting with Porter? How was it? You know, <laughs> was it things good? You know, how how'd it go?" Um, I thought it was really interesting in that, like, I, I find you far more relaxed yeah. when you were hunting. Like, I was. You didn't think so? Beyond. Oh, I yes. I couldn't believe Beyond. it. I was like, man, it's like he was, not even comparable. Yeah, I'm like, you know, I know him at work. He's very energetic. He's, you know, very, um, you know, to the point. He's got plan. I mean, he, and you plan. I mean, you plan yeah. your hunt. But like, I was really surprised at what, what felt like just the level of relaxation. It felt like you really relaxed into that hunt. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. I mean, I've, everybody I've talked to that I've told, I said, yeah. I mean, he he was like really relaxed. Like, Which is hard to believe. But I, that's what hunting does to people, honestly. It's like, dude, you can't. You, you're in an entirely different world. Yeah, like, that's my, a, my draw escape. to it is it's a completely different world. Like, literally, it's these dual realities happening of, like, today compared mm-hmm. to what I'm going to be doing two days from now when I'm on my Mexico hunt. It's, like, two completely different realities. And when you're in that reality, it's like it's just a different world. So you become, like, kind of a different person. You yeah. Know? So from my standpoint, it seemed that way. Does it feel that way to you? Do you look at it as, like, a reset? Does it feel that way? Oh, yeah. I mean, you have to remind yourself you're hunting. You're not at work. Like, you, you do? You know, like, <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, what? Yeah, you have <laughs> to, like... I never have to remind No, I, at, least, at least myself, Wait, this like, is a completely different experience than for, No, but, like, you'll... I usually have to remember, like, oh, I have a job. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Should I check my phone? And then then I'll get the I'll get the anxiety of, like, no, I definitely should check my phone. Yeah, by day four, I'm like, wait, did I... Do yeah. I have another life besides <laughs> I, I mean, like, on day three, if you're, like, not seeing anything, you're just getting down because it happens to, you know, almost, on a, almost every hunt, right? You have to be like, dude, I'm outdoors. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, you have to remind yourself of that, which to me at least calms me. Because I used to get really tense, like, holy cow, another day down. I didn't see anything. Like, you, you can't. I had to settle myself. So hmm. I don't know, maybe well, I felt like you were a little bit tense. I think you wanted me to have a good hunt for my 40th. Yeah, I was, so I was uh, trying to, I, I am way more uptight. Like the most uptight I ever am is hunting for somebody else. Yeah. Cause I just, I like me as well. I mm-hmm. just, I know what it means to me and I know the experiences I've had and I know like, I don't know. I just, I want that for other people. That's how I've, I've, I've been with hunting. Like yeah. I'd want them to experience some things that I've been lucky enough to experience. So like, I don't. I I hold way more stress when I'm hunting for somebody else. I way might have been stress. counterbalancing him a little bit. I was like, dude, it's day two. We're freaking having the time you of did. our life. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> you, you know, did. like it's all good. Honestly, <laughs> you did. It's yeah. just it's one of those one of those things too. Like there are some hunts out there that are more stressful because your expectations are through mm-hmm. the roof. Right, wrong, or indifferent. It's who I am. But I I can't control that. But like I get into some things and like I get in my head, and you just want it to. Right, yeah, you but then it takes a couple of days. Where you're like, "All right, this is this is awesome. Like we've never done this before. All of us out doing mm-hmm. this shit. Like where we were, the conditions were amazing. There was deer everywhere. You know, we were looking for special ones, but like, yeah, it, that's when I'm the most tense is in those. Me moments. as well. That's why I don't think I could ever. I wouldn't enjoy being an actual guide, and I don't no. know. I don't know how mm. those guys do it. I would it. hold way too much stress. Yeah, me way too. Way too much. Yeah, I want so badly for the person to have a good hunt. Yeah. For them to that once in a lifetime. Yeah, that to, like, to oh to my kill god, a great this animal. Will, yeah. It, the amount of stress that I carry around with me is like way, way yeah. more than when I hunt <laughs> myself. I'm very easily like, oh, yeah. I'm good. I'll do this forever. You know. Yeah, but you seemed real relaxed. I liked it. That was such a fun hunt. 
we got to do it again. I want to enjoy somewhere. every moment. Yep. So we're we're headed into a new year, which is one of the reasons we wanted to have you on. This is uh, this is why this we is actually to have why on. we wanted to have you on. It was a good intro for you and a good little look into the window. Is here. this an intervention? <laughs> <laughs> we just yep. figured you'd make this topic. Sorry, Porter, a your, lot co- better. your coke habit ends here. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, we we're headed into a new year, you know, and we want to talk a little a little bit about a little bit cliche new new year, new you. Do you take New Year's and we want to kind of talk about like personal goals, like what you have in mind for the new year, what we all have in mind for 2023. And then just also, you know, like for the business, what do you kind of what we want to, where we want to head, where you see it heading. So first and foremost, I guess, are you a New Year's resolution guy? Yes, big time. Like I don't call it that. Told you. That's why we had you. Told you. (laughs) We we, We were talking about doing this. And then today when we saw you, he was like, you, he's a resolutions guy. I'm like, I guarantee he's a resolutions guy. <laughs> Guaranteed. Planner uh, mentality. Priority mentality. Big time. Do you have it written down in your mirror at home, too, to look no, at your resolution like every I don't, day? Do you have a no. vision board? You don't, yeah, you don't strike me as a vision board no. kind of guy. Like, no. I don't know if you have that secret kept from me that you're, like, a vision no. board guy, but I wouldn't no. see that. No. I try to set, like, a – it's, it's more of a goal than a resolution. But I definitely – But, like, like, you're a first-of-the-year goal setter. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, you go through the holidays – Spend some good time with family. What am, what's important? What am I trying to accomplish next year? Like, oh, yeah. So t- tell us what it is. What, yeah. do you, what do you got in mind? I'm interested. Um, uh, health is one for sure. And uh, the, my hesitation is because Lorenzo threw me for a whole spin uh, Why should I throw you for a hesitation? I'll explain in a second. But <laughs> I, What did I do to throw <laughs> you? You're um, already off the – your plan is thrown off just because of oh you threw my you threw me way off yesterday okay can't wait to hear I why i want to hear i'm intrigued yeah. can't wait to hear why health and and work like last the previous year it was a lot of family i feel like i you make me feel like a bad I, husband and like parent. i pretty much quit golf altogether to spend more time with family and all that and just like with between work cuz we work a lot here you know between work and i wanted to prioritize family i feel like accomplished that quite a bit in 22 so that's in Good order. Things are good. So health and and work. I really want to accomplish a lot with work. So those are kind of the two going in. I'm really focused. What are you doing health-wise? I mean, do, are you a guy that, like, sets weekly goals daily? Yes. So I usually follow this guy. This is why I got beef with him right now. I usually follow this guy. <laughs> T- a decade ago, he told me cheese was bad. I quit cheese a decade ago. Cheese? Is and cheese now, bad? Why is cheese and bad? Now, and now cheese is good? <laughs> and now, he, now he's big on cheese. And I, like, I, am I, can't, big, I am not I can't keep up. Insane. Hold cheese on, is hold amazing. On. I gotta, I gotta he was fight. also big on a flour diet. I got to fight for myself. I don't know what we can trust. I got to fight for myself here. I'm definitely not going down that road. Hold on. I got to fight for myself here. I mean, I eat pizza and cheese. Like, I just mean cutting back on cheese. He said one line to me a decade ago. I listen to him way more than he realizes. And I take it like it's gospel. Well, he takes it. It's so black and white, which I, I don't look at anything black and white. I told you that raw and wet cheeses are good. The processed cheeses. Wet cheeses sounds disgusting. It does like sound the, disgusting. Like mozzarella. I'm not and, eating you know, wet cheese. Burrata and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. But like I was telling him the packaged processed cheeses are horrible. Like it's that simple, right? But he took it as cheese is just absolutely terrible. It's going to fucking kill you. Oh, man. I'm black and white like that. So speaking of black and white, yesterday, so there's a lot of momentum. You know where I'm going, um, but there's a lot of momentum around carnivore, 
right? Yeah. So what's throwing me off right now, right? Because I am. I'm, bl- I'm a black and white guy. Like, I, I want to hear something. But like, that makes sense, and I want to commit to it. Dude, these diets right now are throwing me off. There's, you'll, you'll listen to a podcast, and someone will talk about paleo is the greatest, and then carnivore is the greatest. And they, they're so contradictory. I'm like, wait, I'm really having a hard time processing what's what. Yeah, it's just new trends. You need to pray yeah. about this. That's he, what you <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he, he was big on macros last year. I started really adopting macros. I just follow him, whatever he's doing. Yeah. He's doing carnivore right now. I'm like, God. You are? Am I going to yeah. follow carnivore with this guy? And then so that's what's thro- throwing me off. Oh, then yesterday. He told me almond milk's like horrible, and like I'm like. Thank you, Cody Boar, for my coffee. Appreciate it. And that, I drink bud. a lot of almond milk, yeah. so I'm really struggling with this one. He's he threw me for a loop yesterday. So you're cutting almond milk now? I don't know. I don't want to, but he so said almond milk. Almond milk is strange. Why are you cutting cheese? Hold on. Have you guys had string cheese? Well, it's amazing. <laughs> it is so bad. So for processed. You. That's it is so bad yeah. for you. I mean, when you can put. A string cheese in your backpack, and 12 days later, it looks the exact same. That's not good. Yeah, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine it's not uh, good, but man, is it that's good. That's my point. Well, here's here's my thing with him. I am I am fully well aware of what I do and who I am. I, I love to learn new stuff. I love to try new stuff. I got into photography. I've gotten into... Um, golf i've gotten into you know archery shooting and long range shooting i, flying I just helicopters. like flying helicopters like i all, something piques my interest and i just dive straight in mm-hmm. one thing that has piqued my interest and has kept my interest through college and and post you know all the way into today is human performance nutrition you know uh body compositions like what's good for what what's bad for what like you know what type of body types are good for certain types of activities all kinds of stuff right and i've since college have always been very much into human performance like just that's what i like so i have i have you're gonna get my ass kicked here that i'm gonna admit this on a podcast but i was vegan for over a year i wanted to try it i wanted to see mm-hmm. what it was there was the old uh i can't remember which hunter said um he would go vegan before every hunt because so he wouldn't smell like Omer, a, randy Omer. yeah like, Does want to smell I, like a it was so it was so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? That really piques my interest. Like, I'm I'm gonna go vegan. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I ended up doing it for a year because I, you know, 30 days, 60 days. It's not enough for me. Like, I really want to see. Um, which is so weird that I was ever vegan. I was vegan in like 2012. We basically. were starting like going. He was around. I was eating like daisies for lunch. Yeah. Like, was he? Am I lying? The, the, literally, it was a flower yeah. diet. It was a that's flower. What, that's what we he called was it. Literally, it was, eating I was flour. I was yeah. eating very healthy vegan as we were launching a hunting company no grains no processed grains no any of that stuff and i just wanted to try it Mm -hmm. i felt like shit i was had to be on a bunch of supplements all this stuff i'm like okay this is clearly not for me right and then i would get into the next thing and the next thing the next thing anyways i don't know why he follows me as gospel because he knows i'm going to change at some point like i just i'm i want to try it i want to see what it's about i want to see if i like it i have no problems like I am not a resolutions guy. So this is why we wanted to invite you. Because he asked, he we wanted to do this resolutions podcast on like how it would tie into next year and hunting and business. And I am not a resolutions guy. I'm the exact opposite. I'm the guy that will that will change in November just so I can prove to myself that like I'll go through all the holidays and I'm not going to break. Like that's the kind of mentality I have. And like I don't care. I'm going to do this. I don't need january 1st i don't need any day it's like today i'm gonna do it and then i'll prove to myself i can do it i have a weird thing in my head about that you know that about me oh yeah i got this when it gets in my head i'm like fuck it i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. 
So he knows I'm going to change, and he knows I'm going to change, like, rapidly from one side to the other. I just I want to see mm-hmm. what this is all about, right? So, yes, I am on carnivore right now, and I am so deep down the rabbit hole because I want to understand it. I want to know everything about it. I want to make sure I'm doing it right so I can tell if my body is taking to what these people are, you know, doctors and, and scientists and nutritionists are talking about. So I take it very serious. I don't just do this stuff on a whim. Like, I do massive amounts of research on my own. I mm-hmm. listen to tons of podcasts, a lot of human performance podcasts. And this one has piqued my interest. One, because I'm a hunter and I can live off of the yeah. purest form of meat for the rest of my life, which is very enticing to me. And uh, I just, I just I wanted to try it. So I'm so deep down this rabbit hole right now where I told him, like, when I... I want to, so one quick point is every time I do these things, I will find like one or two things that are true. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I will never do that again. Right. Like string, string cheeses. I'll (laughs) never do that again. I'll never eat another string cheese the rest of my life. I won't let my kid eat them. I won't do it. So more for me. uh, Yeah. More for you. So you're good. (laughs) So I'll always find these things. Well, the thing I've found through all this research and carnival carnivore, I've been doing it for a little over six weeks now. I went through the holidays and you know, cause I'm His weird poor like wife. that and my wife fucking hates it. And I don't blame her, but that like, this is how I am mentally is who does a I just brand new diet between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Everyone, yeah, I'm going to start, I'm going to start first of the me. year in my mind. I'm like, well, that's easy. There's nothing after the first of the year. So how easy is it to like stick to it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing to look forward to. There's no holidays. There's no one. You want to torture yourself. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to prove to myself. I can do this going into the new year <laughs> because I'm going to already, I'll be head start. You know what I mean? Now, mm-hmm. it, now it'll get easy after the first of the year. Right. It's the way my mind works. Another sound Porter's making from putting chew in right now. Um, That's on the carnivore diet. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> hey, it's I'm not a sissy comes guy from, that eats these rogues. Comes from a plant. Rogues and stuff. <laughs> comes from a plant. Can't have it. Um, but almond milk and oat milk and all this stuff, phytic acids, oxidates, linic acids, all the gums that they have to mm-hmm. put into these things to make milk because a seed obviously can't make a milk. My favorite thing. Yeah, <laughs> you're just it's doing highly weird, processed. You're just doing weird shit with a seed and a and water to call it something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I told him that, and I'm like, one thing that I have already found in my six weeks of research and now my six weeks of starting is I will never go back to almond, oat milk, none of that ever again. I'll never have it again. Based and on I, what? What are you feeling in your body? Like, what's different? So there's there's quite a few things that. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you exactly what I was feeling because, mm-hmm. like, when I was in macros and doing all this other stuff, like, it's very hard if you, you to tease it thinking, out. Thinking like that's thousands of different ingre- ingredients mm-hmm. I was eating. Right now, I'm eating three or four. Right, red meat, water, and <laughs> like red meat, water, <laughs> like literally red meat, water, and pork rinds. Like that's that's it. Gotcha. That's all I eat, and only salt and pepper, no spices, no nothing. So I'm going to do this for a long time and I will start adding things back in and I would probably be able to tell you what it would do to me. But what I can tell you is seed oils and phytic oh. linic acids, oxidates, all these things that come from processed things. It is, it is so beyond bad for you. Like in the, in the medical research of this being studied, it's actually pretty wild. It's insanely wild. Now it's up for everybody to interpret it the way they want to. I am choosing to interpret it as like, that makes a lot of sense for me. But like in my mind, that makes so much sense. And so that's that's where I'm at with it. So now I've thrown him off where <laughs> I'll never have cheese. 
like that type of cheese. I will absolutely right now crush a fresh raw cheese, no question about it. But so that and now this almond milk, oat milk thing. Mm-hmm. And so now he doesn't know what to do. So funny. That was a very long-winded In his defense, history. it's not just him. Like there's these new trends that are so contradictory to the trends of five years ago. And it's like they're like polar opposites, yeah. right? So like South Beach was a big thing a decade ago to five years ago. Never knew South Beach. And like a- Atkins? I don't know. It I've never done Atkins or The newer version of that. But, but the point is, is raw almonds was like gold. Like, you know, yep. like raw almonds last oh five yeah, years, big. ten years ago. I mean, my in-laws grow almonds. Like, almonds are a big deal, right? Yeah, Everyone and almonds. And almond milk you, got you big. You can't ditch almonds, then. That's what I thought. You'll be kicked out of the family. That, uh, no one should point. ever eat a raw almond again. <clears throat> I'm interested in, I mean, blanched, I thought they were superfoods. Blanched or roasted. I was. <laughs> we were trained that almonds were superfoods, and now you got... Now it's like they're the devil, and I'm, my mind is just like, how can they go from a superfood to the devil? <laughs> I, I can't keep up with this. I, I'm so confused. Even the studies about, like, red meat. Red yeah. meat, they always said, oh, yeah, excess of red meat is really bad for you. Now I saw one the other week that was like, actually, red meat is phenomenal for your body. Like, everyone needs more red meat. Yeah, yeah. so so my thing to Porter is, like, wh- whenever you find something, you're always going to have the polar opposite people trying to say it's true. Just look at everything in life, right? Mm-hmm. L- look at hunting. It's, in, in my opinion, the purest form of of human interaction with the primal world and we are the highest level of the food chain we we should be involved and stewards of the food chain not just observers of it because how are we here doing what we're doing to this planet but not but supposed to not put ourselves into this primal world and and be stewards of it so like but then you have the antis the total antis right Mm -hmm. so like anything in life i mean the easiest one to look at is politics which None of us are age. Let's, let's dive in. I mean, <laughs> we. I'm pretty sure we could solve it in about five minutes. Um, obviously joking there. <laughs> but, uh, like, you look everywhere, and it's just the polar opposites. So that's why I like to dive head in with research, decide if there are enough things to pique my interest to get me to do it. And once I decide yes or no, if I decide yes, I am, like, I'm all in because I want to see what this is. I've been vegan before. Now this is entirely opposite. I've yeah. done some, obviously, some things in between, but like I've always, I've always, uh, you know, that ex-athlete, I guess you could call in me. It's like I'm always seeing if I'm getting stronger. I'm always seeing if my VO2 max is getting better. I'm always looking at my resting heart rate. I wear this Whoop tracker. I've always worn some form of tracker even before Whoop came out. I've always been tracking my sleep. I always, I track everything, and I always have. I'm very data driven in that point of my life very undata driven in the rest of my life <laughs> but like you know am i getting stronger am i getting faster am my vo2 max getting better is my resting heart rate getting better is all this stuff right so i don't again i don't know why he follows me because he knows i'm going to change it and i just want to see the next thing i want to see what it's all about like what is what is everyone talking about i want to understand yeah. it and if it piques my interest enough i will jump head in point, co- point being though i think you have to i mean you, you're trying it right like oh, I, I'm head. I'm not just trying it. I am doing. Well, it. I think that's the thing. That's you, my other mentality. I don't try things. Yeah, I don't try things. Well, you I try it for them. a while, and then you evaluate the them. response, right? I, he commits head first. I do like them. okay, if it carnivore. My interest you're, enough. You're gonna go carnivore, and yes. you're gonna like you. You just barely said you know no seed oils, no almond milk, anything like that, right? And you said you never will ever again. No. Right. And that's based on to the best of my ability, of sure, course. Yeah, I understand that, but like you're you're saying based on the way you've felt. For the last six weeks? Not eight, six eight, weeks. Eight weeks? Two months? Not six weeks. Okay. First gotcha. two weeks, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of information you can find out what I'm talking about right gotcha. now. Just 
Google the first two weeks of carnivore. Okay. It is. There is right. not there is not a definition of a known thing that could explain what you go through those first two weeks. Yeah. It's well, it's different. P- point being though, I think you're what you're saying is you got to try it. I believe that. Yeah. I need my brain needs like it to be logical, and what I'm really struggling with is. Well, well, first of all, his dad tried carnivore, and he's like tried keto. He tried keto. Okay. He's right. here, right? Dad, did you try carnivore or keto? He tried keto. And you felt like crap, right? <laughs> this is, but the keto flu. But like, right? You know, when, true. when the plant base was getting a bunch of momentum last couple of years, the Netflix doc and stuff, it was logical to me that like hunting and gathering, you kill an animal, you eat that, but you can't have meat every day, right? That was logical to me. Mm-hmm. And that you needed vegetables, you needed nuts. Like that made sense to me, right? And then not vegetables, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so but that made sense where you're not supposed to have meat every day, 24-7. Like, that just, it, could, it, it made sense. And then, but there's a lot of, like, compelling points around this carnivore stuff, and it's getting a lot of momentum, and there's a lot of people talking about it. And then he's talking about the good bacteria and the bad bacteria and all this stuff, and I'm like, but we weren't, you couldn't eat meat every day, all day, like, as he, when civilization was happening. So I'm struggling with it. And then he was talking about, Plants have all these chemicals on them, right, mm-hmm. as defense mechanisms. That does make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he's got me spinning. <laughs> so what did you land on? You're going to try it? So back, yeah, back to the thing. No, well, it's I'm a, hold on. I'm hold gonna on, see hold on. Let's, get, let's get to brass tacks here. It's January 4th. Yes. What is the new year, new you? I couldn't have spun you out that bad. Yeah. Well, I'm not ready to quit almond milk yet. I love me some <laughs> almonds, and I don't want to get spins from my family. Well, I pointed out the ingredients to him yesterday in the break room. Yeah. He's like, "What? what's the problem with, it, with almond milk? So I read the label, and then I'm like, this is, this yeah. is what's in it. That's the problem. And you look See, at dairy milk, and it is dairy milk. Like raw, raw dairy milk. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the shit you buy in the grocery stores with 12 grams of added sugar or any of that bullshit. I'm talking raw, organic dairy milk. A couple years ago. It's not your fault because I know you're trying stuff. But I listen to you, right? And he goes, which I appreciate. Milk, horrible for your body. You know? And I'm like, okay, cool. That's what milk. I'm talking about. It's the shit in the grocery stores. Five That's years what ago. I'm talking about. So have you not had milk? Milk, milk? Cow's milk? I, I, no, I really converted almond milk like five years ago. Okay. And you ask me how I feel. Now, like, oh, it's great. Like, I don't know. Maybe it has nothing <laughs> to do with all my mom. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not ready to commit. I'm, like, watching him closely. I'm doing the macros that he did six months ago. Mm-hmm. I Just a follower. I got oh, just follow him back, unbelievably yeah. strong on macros. Like, I will say. You're jacked. For my body, did macros oh, yeah. work? Fuck yeah. Like, my strength was going through the roof to a point where I, I backed off. I'm like, okay, what a, now I'm degrading what I want to be good at, which mm-hmm. is hunting. Like, I'm, I'm crossing the threshold here like i'm wildly crossing crossing the threshold like i need to find a way to bring it back and that's when i started looking at other things and carnivore was was picking up a lot of steam and it's always i've always wanted to try it but if you do any research on it those first two to three weeks yeah even upwards of six weeks like right now i'm still not a hundred percent like functioning mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah you know I know what you mean. Oh, Functioning. Yeah. Trust I, me, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up. I'm, picking up. I'm still <laughs> like I can feel I am turning to the better now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm out of the misery. I'm still in the uneasy, but I can feel I'm six weeks in. I can feel it turning to like it's getting better. And I can feel literally feel it turning. Um, 
He told me yesterday he hasn't passed gas in like five weeks. I don't know if that's too personal, but I'm like, that's amazing. Is that good? I don't know. I thought about that last last night. I'm like, sounds good to me. Actually, is that sounds amazing? Can't remember the last time. It's really, yeah, no no lie. It's really like what my body has done is really interesting. My top end, my top end strength in my early sets of like strength based training, right there, hundred percent of what I was in my macros. Uh, I shouldn't say 100% in my macros. I'm like 10% off, call it, which is like, I mean, super um, nominal, right? Like mm-hmm. very easily dealt with. My endurance strength, like I'm a big 5x5, five 6x6, five, 7x7 six seven seven kind of guy in, in strength-based training. When I get into the deeper strength-based sets, I am wiped. Like I'm I'm done. So I have like one or two top end strength sets in me, and then I just I fall off a cliff after that. That is one thing I've definitely noticed. I want to see if that's going to turn, mm-hmm. and you know, as a, as the rest of my body turns into like actually accepting what I'm doing to it right now. Gotcha. But I've definitely noticed that. So I'm doing the. I'm watching him closely. I don't know what I'm committing to diet wise. Like it's January fourth. Well, I know, but I mean, I'm eating pretty clean, but that's from last year. I but ate you didn't change clean. anything, so it's not a new year, new you. Uh-oh. Hold on. <laughs> I didn't finish. Oh, shit. But so I've been eating pretty clean. I'm still doing mega fit meals and stuff that you were doing six months yeah. ago. So I'm eating Great business, by the way. Great business. They do do. They do do. No, no shameless sponsorship plug or no. anything, but they're, they're a good business. No. Um, Michael Chandler, UFC fighter. My brother-in-law manages. He's a fucking great guy salt of the earth guy he's an awesome guy i've been around him a couple times now awesome awesome dude he's comments on our stuff now i don't know if you guys have noticed he's just a great guy um but he is who turned me on to make a fit yeah i like him he's a sponsored athlete by them he's like dude you gotta this is and purely organic just do it I'm and that's a cool. pre-prep meal right that you yeah, order yeah. shows up yeah. your, would you recommend mm-hmm. that both of you i mean as far as like because that's one of the things i struggle with the highly. most is like when oh, i yeah. when i leave highly recommend yeah. oh yeah It'll cut down on your snacking and the convenience, like, from an efficiency standpoint. I mean, you don't have to go worry about – like, I'm, if I don't bring in food like that, I'm like, oh, I'm going to run somewhere. I end up – like, takes me 25 minutes to go somewhere, mm-hmm. get it to go, come back. I'm like, it's, just, it's not efficient. And, and do they ship those? Yeah. I mean, oh, they, yeah. they ship right to your door? And you can schedule them, everything. Like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is my whole thing where, like, I'm not a planner, but in this mm-hmm. part – I don't know. It's a really weird thing with me, body performance, humor – performance when i decide to do something i am like an ultra planner when it comes to that because i have to know i want to know everything What's and i want to know how I'm, how i'm going to do it i want to know my strategy before i jump into all this stuff so if you're going to do macros which is what i decided to do like that is the, it, that is right it's the age old saying fail to plan plan to fail mm-hmm. like th- you, this is your plan right here this is it yeah, like this easier. is what you do the, this is the you build your macros in the shipment this is what you do for the week. Is the co- cost of it? I mean, is it, is it fairly economical? One of the things that's interesting for me is like I will I will look at something like that and I will evaluate the cost and I'll be like, Ugh, can't afford it. Yeah. But then, on the flip side, mm-hmm. I'll make bad choices. Mm-hmm. So I mean, to me, as I think about it, uh, <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, I yeah. should just do it regardless yeah. of you know the cost because I'm ma- I'm going to make a better decision. You know, it's yeah. it's done. If you're going to make all your own meals, it's a, it's more expensive. But if you're going to do some of your own meals and go out, it's it's a break even or a savings. Yeah. I'll tell you. Gotcha. Like so ten bucks a meal or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. If you so go out, that's cheap. I at the time I was so that my main focus on health and human performance, longevity is hunting. It is entirely hunting based. That's why I've never done CrossFit. 
uh, the injury ratio in CrossFit, I'm like, okay, that, that is not good for hunting. Mm -hmm. Like shoulder, hip, leg injuries. I'm like, no, I'm not, I will never, I love, I love the theory of CrossFit, the, the general theory of CrossFit. I like the training style of like all gas, no brakes, you know, super high level heart rates and, and, uh, long sustained high heart rates like i believe in all of that for vo2 max i believe in all of it for resting heart rate health all that stuff but the the risk of injury ratio i just i can't do it right mm-hmm. so my my all of my health based or longevity based train you know training strategies food strategies whatever it is it's it's for hunting and i wanted to get stronger in my legs and i wanted to get stronger in my hips I wanted to get stronger and all that because I have a knee injury I never fixed. You were well aware from oh, our well home in Colorado. I always have to use trekking poles. My legs, they weren't atrophying by any means, but, like, I definitely don't push them that mm-hmm. hard. So I wanted to make up a lot of strength in my legs. So I, macros was what I found to be the best strength ladder of, of how to eat, right, how to get the strength ladder, ladder up. And I was eating 3,500 calories. I was eating seven meals a day. And my – with shipping, my – uh, mega fit was 404 a month or sorry, a week, $404 a week gotcha. would get me 3,500 calories a day in, in seven different meals. And then that would be a week's worth was $404. And I would eat the same thing every day at the exact same time, which is how you're supposed to do macros. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was $404 gotcha. a week, which for one individual, pretty expensive, mm-hmm. right? When you start thinking, I have a wife and kid who are also, yeah. sp- you know, grocery shopping, so it's expensive, but when you do the math of like, am I doing all grocery, all cooking myself? Yeah, it's much more expensive. But if you do the math of like going out and all this shit, then it's roughly I think it's like same. anything. I mean, it's an evaluation. Like how yeah. important to you is yeah. it? Do yeah. you know what I mean? I, yeah. I continually, yeah, I mean, how much is self-loathing worth? To yeah. You know? Like I sit around all the time thinking, shit, I shouldn't have ate that, you know, and yeah. I ate it and I'll eat another one. Mm. And you kick yourself, <laughs> you know, down the road. You you beat yourself up about the choices that you make. I mean, what's that yeah. worth? It's worth something. It is worth something. And well, I, my mind immediately goes to, like, when I'm off, because I'll get off sometimes too, because I am unbelievably strict on myself with, with this kind of stuff. When I get off, I go off the fucking rails. <laughs> and you, I think all you guys know yeah. that. Um, or Remember on me, my hunt, he would get like, me do when it. we'd go out, you'd get like two dinners. Yeah. I'd get two different dinners. Yeah. He can crush um, but like, yeah, it's, uh, how much, uh, Porter, how much of like your, your diet, your exercise, I mean, how much of that is, uh, like, do you think about hunting in terms of like the long-term goal? Is that yes. what really? Yeah. So a hundred percent, because I'm like, I want to do backpack hunts when I'm in my fifties and sixties. I watch his dad do sheep hunts in his sixties. Yeah, like, his dad was just saying, your, your dad looks great. Looks, <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. And he's a, and he's a big guy yeah he he's six mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. he's giant i look like a yeah. little fucking piss hat next to him <laughs> he's he's a big guy that. but he and he's so healthy like he mm-hmm. that's what when i watch him he's going on another sheep hunt this year and he has another one planned next year these are up north backcountry sheep hunts right and man if, if we're doing that i'll be be pretty mm-hmm. pretty happy yeah. that's very top of mind and i turned 40 in november as you know when we're on my on mm-hmm. our hunt so, like, that's exactly top of mind. I'm like, I want to extend my life. I want a high quality of life. So, that's – so, anyway, I'm doing the macros things. And then I started working out pretty good with him and his brother-in-law last year. So, I'm feeling pretty good about that. But I still saw a plateau last year. And, you know, I definitely am a social drinker. And, like, this is the one I've been avoiding. But that's what I'm really committed to. So, I'm going fully dry in January. 
you know, and I like tequila and I like wine a lot, right? And you, so, you like fun. You like having Yeah, a like I wouldn't go get smashed, right? But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. two glasses, three glasses of wine, a couple of tequilas, like, you know, that uh, that stacks up. All and before so, noon. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm committed to that. I've been avoiding that for years, trying to figure out how to hack it. Is that intimidating to you? Is that yeah. the one, like, above and beyond? Is that, like, the one that you're like, man? Cause it's hard to go to like a social atmosphere and mm-hmm. then you're the guy not doing it. You explain it for your reasoning, but, yep. and I'm a social guy. My wife and I have a social calendar and we got this and that. So yeah, I've, this is, this is way more. It, it legitimately is. It, that is so much fun for you guys. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. We work hard. I like to play hard. Um, so that's the one I'm really committed to. And I've listened to a lot of podcasts lately and there's a lot of, science of you know it affects sleep and all these things this is the one i'm like okay i'm gonna really try it i want to see how yeah. i feel i mean i haven't gone 30 days this is gonna be sad and make me sound like an alcoholic but i probably <laughs> haven't gone 30 days since i was 20 mm-hmm. you know i mean and again that's not me getting hammered on a monday night that's sure. just if you yeah. look at class consecu- one yeah you know yeah. um when, shit, when we went on our hunt and took llamas i had took we a did. little little whiskey we did have some oh yeah. no you took whiskey right? yeah. yeah yeah you know um, but, uh, so that's the one I'm really committed to. And I want to see how I feel and how a lot of people say that like after a couple of weeks, you just, you feel so sharp and dead all inside. <laughs> <laughs> just feel bored. So we'll, uh, let's see if Porter will we'll see. grab onto this. We'll see. What are you doing as far as working I don't out? believe, uh, first of all, I'm going to press you on this. I don't believe 30 days is near enough. Yeah, th- anything in life. I think You're we, should barely just, set we should just make it 60 or 90 right That's now. What I, I feel like 90 is, is a proper cutoff. <sighs> I feel like 60 is a negotiable cutoff. April, April 1st. I feel like 30 days is you're just getting started. Let's put it down on the on the calendar, Porter, April 1st. <laughs> I just told you guys I haven't <laughs> probably gone 30 days since I was 21 years old, and you guys are now throwing 90 We're days. We're going to get I? you to commit publicly to yeah. 60 at least. I'm going to try for 90. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. I want to see how I feel. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, But just because you the feel juice bad doesn't mean you you jump the ship. It, it just means you keep going to see if it ever turns. And you need more than 30 days to get that. Our boy Brinker's inspired me a little bit. I know. I saw yeah. that. He's going the whole year. I was texting him a bunch over the holiday. going Because seri- him and I were very, very similar. Mm-hmm. He was the same thing. He's a social drinker. He's a fun guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, and he's, he's yeah, and, and I'm like seriously, like talk to me, like do you really feel different? He's like, I feel way, way better. Hmm. And then he was talking about the gym. He's like, the results go through the roof because you're just not setting yourself back. Yeah, you're not poisoning you know? yourself. Just more I mean, energy. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to a podcast this morning where they're talking about it being poison, but we'll see. So um, yeah, he's he committed a whole year. Yeah, that's no did. joke. This year he's starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, his birthday, like uh, October. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's it's been within the last couple of weeks that I saw him post that. And so he, October yeah, to October. Yeah, yeah, it'll be and tough. Yeah, and he really went tough. birthday he, to birthday. Yeah. He, he put it out on his social media. So hold himself yeah. accountable. Yeah, uh, that's I I definitely believe in that. But I mean, nothing he says like he a good feels solid great. public shaming once <laughs> you've committed to something. He <laughs> says he feels great, super <laughs> sharp, energy levels, yeah. all that. So I'm, I'm really interested to see. That's good, man. That's, uh, that's um, I'll do it as long as you do it. It's not hard for you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing as far as working out? Uh, 
Um, but I'm pretty pretty consistent, like six days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I lift four days a week, and then I do 45 minutes on the Peloton for my two cardio days. Gotcha. Solid. I love. I've always loved working out because I f- it, I just love sweating. I love the physical nature of it. You just feel like you're accomplishing something. You mm-hmm. feel better. I love getting up early, working out, starting my day that way. Starting my day, hydrating, and not coffee. Like I've noticed that a different, a uh, big difference too. So always working out in the morning. Yes. Yes. He got me on that a while ago. I need to get on that morning train. Oh, buddy. Yeah, morning's the way to go. Oh, it, it's... There's always something in the afternoon that a commitment comes up or you didn't know something was going to happen. And then uh, you're skipping your workout, and then the next day you might skip your workout again. But morning, you just get it done. Morning's the way to go. I don't know I don't know how to explain it, but I'm entirely two different people. Like, yeah. when, I, when I don't run in the morning, yeah. you know, if I run in the evening or noon even, like, it's okay. But, like, if I don't start my day out yeah. with a run, like, I, it's a bad day. But, see, I can do cardio in the morning. Very easily, yeah, but I have a hard time trying to do weights in the morning. Sure, and I don't do weights, so I, <laughs> yeah. I d- we need to get you to commit <laughs> on here. You know, the say. number one, the number one thing for longevity of the body mm-hmm. is resistance training. Whether that be uh, weights or whether that be bands or whatever it is, that literally is is supported in, I mean, almost entirely through mm-hmm. all the medical studies. Resistance training, whether that be weights or bands or whatever it is, that's the purest form of longevity. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, there isn't running. You do trail running, which is better than pavement, but isn't that hard on your body? I mean, yeah. I mean, they say it is, but for me, it's never, never been. I mean, I don't it, like if I take a break, like for the fall, for example. Like if I take August to October and I'm not running consistently because I'm hunting and work and everything. Um, when I start back, I notice like the first week, my joints are a little achy, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't have achy. And I don't know. I mean, I've ran pretty consistently for probably what, 15 years, I mm. guess, 16 years. At long this, time. Long time. This, yeah. And at this point, like, yeah, I well, don't. you're, you're, you're at a level of your running where you're like normal, you like zone two easy day is through the roof compared to like someone else. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I like to I like to run. Part of it's physical, and then a lot of it's most. I would say ninety eight ninety. Like your your normal days, like a seven, yeah. eight miler. Yeah, I run seven, five, seven, ten, depending on the day. But I would say it's typically between five and ten a day. That's a lot, for like the you know compared to like mm-hmm. the the normal person. But I most of it's mental. Like I just yeah. I really like the uh, the clarity that mm-hmm. I feel post run. Mm-hmm. I like the time to think. I like, I mean, I'm yeah. kind of, I'm pretty much a loner anyway, but like, I like that time alone to mm. run and just like get my thoughts right. And most of it's, most of that is for me. And that's like, yeah. I don't know, people ask like, oh, how do you, pe- some people hate running. I hate lifting weights, for example. And I hate running. Yeah. I would say do what, you, do what works for you. Yeah. Like there's, there's no wrong as long as you're doing something. But I do agree. You got to throw in the hate. Yeah. You, get, you have to. You got to throw yeah, in the I, hate. Yeah, I agree. Last year, the thing you don't that ha- I, it doesn't have to yeah. be your your priority or like your foundation. Mm-hmm. Got to throw in the hate. Last year, the thing the that hate, I, yeah, it's like thing you hate. Get in a deep dark place. Do, yeah, do the thing that you, you got to get in a dark place every yeah. now and again. I mean, last do year you want him to lift. Yeah. Yeah, like I force yeah. myself to run. Yeah, I hate it, but I force myself to do it, and I fucking dread the days that I have to run, but I do it. Last year, the thing mm-hmm. that I did differently. Uh, I would run like four days a week and then two days or three days a week. I would do like a 10 or 12 incline on the treadmill with like a 50 pound pack and I would walk at like three miles an hour. And I do that for, you know, three and a half miles or four miles, depending on however I felt. But like 
doing that and running and then i also i you know push-ups and setups and stuff i i did that but like i went into this last that's resistance training body weight's resistance yeah but i felt better this last year than i had in a long time Mm -hmm. like i packed out elk this year where i was just like man i feel great i Mm -hmm. feel really really good that's where i got to on macros packing out your bull i like that was such a like clear moment in my mind where like holy shit putting Mm -hmm. on this muscle this strength i feel fucking amazing like i have such a good vo2 max muscle ratio balance mm-hmm. i it, i got out of control 2021 i was i was pretty uh dense we'll call it i i put on i like i said i went through the threshold and i noticed the difference be- between 20 and 21 and now that's why i want to hold 2021 but drop and get a better vo2 max this year mm-hmm. you're talking 22 or 22 yeah sorry yeah d- i i do remember that though sorry. on my hunt my hunt the, the one you're talking about is November of 2020. Yes, and that's I do, when I was. I do remember you were, you were, l- like lean. Your but cardio was like that. Packout was not. But my leg strength. Deep. I yeah. finally had put on some leg strength for the first time in a long time because I was always scared of my knee, and then I finally just agreed that I was going to do it. Told myself I was going to do it. So I went macros. I went super heavy on hips, legs, yeah. all that stuff, like all the foundational movements. Well, that I, I. Like well, the way I do it is I'll go so long to where I start it to feel, to to feel the other way, which is how I felt this last season. I'm like, okay, this is, this too is much. not good. Now this is this is too much. Like I need to go now. I need to drop it and go back the other side and try to keep what I loved about it. Right. Try to go back the other way. That's how my mind works. Yeah. Do you? So you you both work out, but do you? How do you? I mean, is it just something you've? always done so like it's a daily habit it's no question you don't ever question it like do you ever have mornings that you get up and you're like i'm not doing it today don't feel like it today or like how do you maintain your motivation to keep working out i you want to go first you do different i need to try new routines yeah you try different things more all the time yeah that i need to do that i'll get in six week programs like like i'm a I'm a at least six weeks kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like I believe that's how long it takes to see. Mm-hmm. And so like if I don't like it or if I think it's going one like my strength based training, it was going it was going way too high. I'm like, okay, I'm getting to a point now where this is just this is gonna hurt my ability to hunt. Like mm-hmm. my VO two max is gonna suffer. My resting heart rate was going up, my you know, like I could can mm-hmm. see the data points that were moving and then I'll switch it. That's that's what I what I do. But my motivation, like Post post athletics, I got into a not a good place with the gym, and I was just I would say I was a lot more active like through college and all that stuff. Right when I decided I wasn't going to play anymore, I was so active though it didn't necessarily matter. But when it does matter is when you come home and you start working, <laughs> and that's when it started to change fast. And I got I got big like I got to two sixty with not an ounce of My muscle. Gosh. I got a great picture. We'll throw up on the screen phenomenal waterfowl picture picture. yeah my waterfowl picture where i was like i was deep into work like post-college work Mm -hmm. work stress like trying to get ahead at work all that stuff no gym whatsoever and a lot of waterfowl hunting that carried over from college and uh because waterfowl hunting is easy to do on the weekends big game hunting at the time like i was trying to get ahead in life Mm -hmm. elsewhere so like big game kind of took a back seat because it's so time consuming and out of the office all this stuff and i i got to 260 in a bad way in a really bad way and i still i love looking at that picture because it's funny to me um i honestly can't believe it but like dude when i was showing people that picture and i was looking i'm like holy shit 
Like yeah. I gotta, I gotta solve this. And then it got me back into like the athletic mindset. And I've ever since that day, I've been always working on something, trying something, whether it be strength or VO2 max or resting heart rate or whatever it is. Right? Like I've always had a motivation to do it. Yeah. So what I think is interesting though is like it's. I mean, it's interesting to hear you talk because I think you're. I think your motivation, at least from my outside looking you know, looking at you, it seems like you're very self-motivated by just discovery. You just, you're interested to see what your body responds to. Hugely. And I don't know that that's like a motivation that a lot of people think about or even talk about. I mean, a lot of people like me, for example, I'll register for a trail run, you know, okay, I'm going to sign up for this 25 K trail run. That's my motivation. I, I know I have to get my training runs in so that I can go run this run. I'm going to go do it and have a good experience. But like, a lot of that's like I'm not self-exploratory. I'm not like thinking about like how I feel on a day-to-day. So I think it's interesting to hear you talk that a lot of your motivation is just really you want to know like what your body's capable of. And you're kind of exploring. Yeah. That's interesting. And for hunting. Yeah. Like for, that. Yeah. that is where my mind goes. Uh, eventually. Yeah. Right. You know, in the fall. But like that's. that's well, and, and like in the meantime, like I, as I'm getting stronger, mm-hmm. I pay very much attention to my VO2 max to see if my hunting's going to take a hit. And it started to. So I'm like, okay, I got to, I got to change yeah. this, right? Like, I don't like this ratio of muscle mass and my VO2 max levels and all that. To me, He's that's very interesting. into the science of it. Yeah. And, and that's interesting to me because it's a, it's a different form of motivation that I don't know that a lot of people think about my, myself included. I, I don't, and I, I mean, I can make excuses that like, oh, my day to day life and stressors and kids and family and the whole thing is just too much to think about. But I, I like the fact that you're saying a lot of your motivation is introspective on exploring yeah. your body and how you feel. Yeah, what so I'm capable of. That's, that's what I'm driven that's good. by. That's interesting. That's entirely what I'm driven by. What about you? Mine's just like yours. Yeah. Uh, I want to be told. That's why I want him to I want him to experiment and then tell me what to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's like he's put so much hours and hours of research into the science of it and I just I don't know if it's patience or whatever, but I don't I don't want to go into that i mean i'll watch a documentary or something but i want him to learn and tell me <laughs> what to do like but yeah, I'll, read, I get, I'll read the medical stuff yeah i mean like he why, why i work. out on blood work and stuff yeah. and i get my blood taken every six weeks and have mm-hmm. for a while um i take peptides i'm on bpc 157 i'm on ipamorelin like i'm into all that stuff and the science behind it right like the peptide science of stimulating your pituitary gland to it's just a branch chain amino acid that's all it is you can subcutaneously inject it and all it does is stimulate the uh, with a completely natural branch chain amino acid uh, bridge will stimulate your pituitary gland to do more of what you're asking it to do by what you're mm-hmm. injecting mm-hmm. and i have found huge success in in that and i love it and then also in the like the morning workouts adenosine is the chemical that you're body releases when you sleep so when you wake up you still you have adenosine in your body you have to shake it out right so like the the two in the afternoon crash that everybody talks about it's one you didn't wipe the adenosine before you went into work or whatever you were going to do so you had a low level of adenosine and when you finally sit for long enough and your heart rate gets to a low enough rate you're going to feel that or you had coffee too early in the morning because caffeine blocks the receptors of adenosine so like Wild. If you have coffee too early in the morning, you still have adenosine in your body, How although you're not. Early? They say 45 <laughs> minutes. I do an, an hour. Okay. So I don't have coffee for an hour gotcha. after I wake up. 
and I don't have it until after I work out because you you get all the you can work the adenosine work out of your body. That's why we all feel better. Like if you go to the gym in the morning as opposed to when you hmm. don't because you haven't shaken out that adenosine chemical in your body. Hmm. So it's uh, I mean it's very science based, and that's why I like to work out in the morning. Is the way my life works. I one I don't have time mm-hmm. in the afternoon. I don't want to find the time because I would rather be here and I'd rather be with my family. I like to wake up early. I wake up at four thirty. I don't look at my phone. I don't do anything unless he texts me, which I get mad at every time he does because that's the only time I'll look. And like I have this thing that I do, you know, when I mm-hmm. don't. It's my my time, and all based on the performance of like getting the adenosine out, endorphins flowing, all the, all the stuff I'm chasing. Are, are you tracking this stuff year over year, like in a journal? Yeah. Right, like what's your, you yes. know? He's a nerd. Nerd. Yeah. Literally on a piece of paper? I mean, this thing, how yeah, no, but like shameless, shameless plug here, how Insider has changed my life. And it just makes everything so easy mm-hmm. where I don't have to have the paperwork, the yellow notepad, and I don't have to yep. do all this shit. The whoop strap has like revolutionized because it does it all for you. Yep. And you get monk- monthly like data sets like you get these monthly things sent to you and you can compare them just like we can in our quickbooks and you can compare month over month year over year all this stuff it is like i don't have to work near as hard as yeah. i used to but then even like workouts though like what you did three yeah. years ago and your squats and whatever else like yeah. you have that track you Absolutely. can see the trends yeah hmm. pretty what do you do to stay motivated you've always worked out since i've known you yeah i've always worked out and literally it's kind of what lorenzo says it's literally my sole focus in life is to hunt and I just want to be present in hunting as long as I can. And so my motivation is just making my body handle all the rigors of hunting. So that's literally the only reason I work out is to continue to hunt. And obviously the life benefit for later on in life. But like sole Long motivation Jerry. is literally hunting. Everything. Sure, it might look good, but I don't care about that. I want to hunt. I don't really care about that either. <laughs> I, like I've, I said this on, a, on, a, on another podcast. Oh, come I'll on. You don't want to look bad. You Dude, guys both I, know that. You will not, shit, you will not catch me dead. <laughs> <laughs> with lifting my shirt up, taking a selfie, sending it to people. You will not. I don't give a Damn flying it, fuck about hope. that. I was hoping. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I wear a sweatshirt to the gym every single. I don't give a shit what I look like. Yeah. I don't care if I got the gym fit on. I don't care. All I care about is these certain metrics I look at: VO2 max, muscle ratios. Like that's what I look at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So most just hunting then. Just like literally you. hunting. I just want to be the best performer in the mountains that I'm. I can do. Um, yearly basis and that hunt i mean the hunt being october and it's january what fourth today mm-hmm. that's enough of a motivator for you right now the whole get, year get you out of bed go oh, to the yeah. gym well not in the morning oh <laughs> he's not a morning guy <laughs> evening you yeah, need so, but I, I need to change that because i say all the time too like when you decided right now like you don't have coffee for the first hour like literally i might wake up 15 minutes before i show up at the office yeah I and you have coffee and then I have coffee right away. Yeah. Like I'm literally waking so you up, have putting clothes on in your body. You're just driving to the office and having coffee right away. The biggest things you could do seriously to, for your health is drink more water. No, I did see a, st- I did save a little study. I saw the other day. It was on some website on Instagram. I saved it and it said, there is something to be said about slowly killing yourself later on in life because you're not having enough water. Oh, I'm dead. So my theory, though, if you can put a number of years lost to the amount of water that you don't drink, like I'm on that track fast. Like How much I'm, water are you drinking? You guys got to fix that. None ever. Hardly ever. You guys, what are you doing? You guys, remember I, I say, if you're constantly living in a state of dehydration, when you go hunting, you your body doesn't need it. I'll have it's days. Not, that's just not. It, it'll be evening. I'll walk upstairs, you know, after work, you know, 530, I mean, like 9 o'clock at night. 
after work, you know. Anyway, no. I'll, walk, <laughs> I'll walk upstairs. After a long work yeah, day. Yeah, five thirty, six o'clock, you know, I'll have dinner, you know, get ready to bed, brush my teeth, and I'll be like, man, after I've brushed my teeth, I think this is the first time I remember drinking water. It's true. Oh like, you know the same. Yeah, like I, I'm that bad with you water. God. You're I making me want to drink water I recently right put now. a piece of paper, though, in my fridge to remind myself to drink water. Yeah. I literally did. Like, I need to have this much every it's single so day. It's so insane to me. I just. I d- can't wrap my head around I that. I can't either. I think I need Lorenzo, to go. how bad is that? That is so. I'm a gallon of water before I hit the office. Hmm. Holy shit. Three I and a half liters hmm. of water before I, I don't hit the office. That would never in work. I would be back and forth between the bathroom you pee all day long. I would you, pee you 150 will, will times get, a day. You'll get to a point where your you, body accepts it. You, you and guys. I'm not saying yeah, I've been doing this. I log my water. I log every That's the one thing I, I avoid in my app all the time. I I'm a dweeb work. about it, like he's saying. Like I, anyways. So I probably it's need one of those water jokes. But you need to. You, you need to we have your New Year's water. resolution. You guys yeah, are both. I, I feel like my gallon, resolutions are being set as we're talking right gallon now. Gallon of water a day. Like, okay. I, and I will tell you, the one thing. So on the weekends, I don't work out as early as we do during the week. I sleep in. Over the holiday, by the way. I was talking to him. It was noon. I was at the gym. I was like, yeah, it's freaking Christmas Eve. I'm at the gym or whatever day it was. Mm-hmm. Like kind of bragging to him. He's like, Pfft. You missed your window. You didn't work out at 5 in the morning. You're not going to get all the benefits. I'm like, what? But water <laughs> during the week when I'll, I'll drink like two of these before coffee, and I've noticed because I'm a big coffee guy, as you know. I'm like a huge coffee guy. Working out first without coffee and crushing water is so good. But you guys got to drink more water. It is 2.40 right now in the afternoon, and I have not had a single cup of water all day. I've had, I've had this, and it, it, honest. To God, the only reason I've drank that water is because I knew I would be on a podcast and have to talk, <laughs> just to wet my whistle. Uh, I'm getting anxiety right now. Like you guys, this is like we need to talk about this. This is not good. Like no. this is like horrible for you. It's not funny, Trail. You want these guys. We want these guys it's around. Kind of going. Funny. Here's the thing: is the more you talk about it, I'm the type of guy that I'm like, nope, I'm definitely not drinking water. I, my mindset's more a lot of coffee. The, a lot of the same way. That <laughs> like a lot of my. Drive to carnivore. A lot of my drive to carnivores when people tell me like, "Oh, yeah. that's so unhealthy." That I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, I'm "How much water is in a diet Pepsi? I'll drink more of those." <laughs> <laughs> do you do you work out like occasionally? Or are you pretty on much a strict pretty much regimen? every day? You do. Mm-hmm. What is your what does it right now look like? Right now, I'm just getting back into it because of the hunting season. But right now, I just follow random workout plans on the old internet. I will whatever app that has a workout plan trying to just gain. I follow an app right now too. And yeah. I, I do enjoy it instead of programming, programming my own stuff. Yeah. But like last year it was following that, but then I also would supplement with literally squats and deadlifts almost every day mm-hmm. because I just wanted to have the best mountain legs possible. Yep. And I'm also the type of person that I think I don't re- like, I could not work out. Like I probably won't say this in a few more years, but like I'm still at that age or my body is that I really don't have to work out and I can still crush the mountains, mm-hmm. but I just want to be able to perform better in the mountains. That's why I just hit. So are you lifting squats. weights right now? Yeah. I just started to get back. Squats and deadlifts. Squats and deadlifts right How now. long ago? Uh, well, I've only been back for a couple of days now, but I just started kicking it off again. So are you a new year, new you kind of guy? New year, new me, yeah. You're a resolutions guy? Yeah. Like, like, la- last, year, like last year, it was this motivation to go in the sheep hunt. And that's why I bought my home gym. Yeah. I bought a squat rack. I have a bench at home. I can do bench. I have a bunch of kettlebells. I have whatever that little thing is where I can just put the barbell on there and do a bunch of like rows and the stuff. Landmine. Landmine, that's yep. it, yeah. And I have a dip rack and all that stuff at home. So like my home gym is where I'm at, but I still have my gym membership. I still go to a gym to do other functional stuff like bench and curls, which I shouldn't do anymore because I hurt my both my elbows last year from <laughs> curls, curls. For the curls, man. Girls but like the girls. my biggest thing though is I love to work out. 
I don't need to motivate myself to work out. Like yeah. I love, I love it, but mm. I'm really bad at the nutritional side as we all know. Like I basically do, I basically live a carnivore diet all the time. I don't eat vegetables. Yeah. I don't eat sugar. I don't have anything sweet wise. I can walk into a thing with donuts, cookies everywhere. Like on Christmas, I can walk it. right by them. See, it doesn't, that doesn't sound me. like you're bad at it at all. It sounds like you're amazing at it. But I don't eat these any things. All I do is eat meat. Yeah, which well, sounds great. I know it sounds which, great, but I listened to Lorenzo like the other week. We were talking like I need to eat more rice. I need to like. Well, you. I just oh no, rice is rice is the devil now. If you're talking okay. to Lorenzo, no, shit. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. You, you talked to him you, two months ago, so I don't think I'm getting the gains I we should. Need a, we need a little more clarity to the to the topic here. Yeah. You said you wanted to gain weight. I want to gain weight Why? badly. Why? Because I want to be able to keep that weight during the hunting season and still be able to have peak performance. Like yeah. I, st- I kind of stop working out once hunting season comes yeah. and then all my freaking gains I work so hard for are gone. Yeah. Like this last year I got up to like 190, 188 maybe. And I went down to 172. So insane. I went down to literally 172 pounds. Wow. Oh my God. And right now I weigh 178. You're 6'5", right? Yeah, 6'5". In 170 what? 172 I got down to during hunting season. Okay. But also, I love I love cardio. I love to freaking run. Yeah. And so, like, I, when hunting season comes, I start running more. I start doing more rows and then kind of just let some things go. If I had go. your length of legs, I would like to run as well. Yeah, it's just <laughs> fun. Nice. It's fun to me. I love that sweat where I don't really get a big, deep sweat workout mm-hmm. when I'm lifting weights. And so, I always struggle gaining that weight. Like, you guys know when I moved down to Vegas from yeah. Montana, I was 212. I was freaking you were jacked. You were big. You were big. And that was, a, that was the highest weight I've ever gotten in my life was 212. And since then, I've never even broke 200. Did you like how you felt at 212? Oh, it was phenomenal. That's like, what I'm interested I, in is so why, that's why. I mean, I mean, if, you're, if your whole motivation is to hunt, what is it about? Like, what, what do, let me get I, I into want, this. Like, it, what is your peak physical uh, state for hunting? I want to look at a ridge three miles away and be able to get there in a couple hours. Do you not feel that way now? I feel like I can, but I feel like I might be a little bit sore the next day okay. or, or like just slowly going to impact me throughout the longevity yeah. of a hunt. And I just want to be able to crush day one as I can day eight. Gotcha. And I think when I go into hunting season, I feel great and I feel like I'm not limiting myself, but I feel like there's a, something I'm missing because every hunt I go on, I think just it's losing, losing more weight. I think it's strength. Yeah. So but that's, it's, but it's also strength, like picking up a backpack and carrying heavy backpacks. I, I carry you know 14 half pound rifle mm-hmm. giant one btx mm-hmm. 115 so i have a lot of heavy you go heavy yeah so i need yeah. to be able to carry that every day i think it's just wearing me down i don't sleep as well everyone knows i can fall asleep on the mountain and not wake up i've had a lot of mornings where <laughs> i don't get up in time because i'm not mm-hmm. a morning person so that's why i want to really want to work out in the morning switch my sleep schedule around yeah i stay up way too late at night like i mar- normal bedtime one thirty, two o'clock in the morning that's when you, he's at the gym i'll get I'll, I'll text brady sometimes like you know late i'll be i mean if I'm a up at 10 and I text Brady, he's at the gym. I'm at the gym. Like it's so crazy. This whole last year, I would start working out at like 10, 1030 and kind of be done around midnight. And then I come home and crush a bunch of food and then you're wide awake. So I'm just sitting there doing yeah, you got, whatever writing. You got your blood flowing. Yeah. So That's I have why to, I, I have can't to do switch anything. that too. I can't do that at night. It'd be interesting to see if you switched your workout time from morning and you went to bed earlier, if you would put on weight. Maybe, yeah. He, if, I, you're, if your so body would your entire Guarantee it. So your entire body hormonal response in your body is completely 100% predicated on sleep. Mm-hmm. That is like, that is the foundational metric of your hormonal balance yeah. is, it, you know, you could still be out of balance of course with other things, but sleep is what it's all, what the foundation of it is. So I bet if you did fix your sleep in your sleep mm-hmm. schedule, more of the circadian rhythm, yep. proper circadian rhythm, you'd be, and, and I fall it'd be as- easier for you. And I fall asleep on my couch almost every night. 
and I wake up at four or five in the morning. <laughs> and then go to your bed. And then go to bed. But the TV's on while I'm falling asleep. I have the computer in my lap, my, my lap normally. You are literally, you're like a 60-year-old retired guy and here's, right the, here's And here's the thing. My dad does the exact same thing his whole entire life. He would always fall asleep on the couch and then go upstairs and go yeah, to bed. And you I, can't do that. It's just mm. like, I want. I got to change that as well. I think my, my couch is way too comfortable. Maybe I need to move my couch out of my living room and just sit on a no, like you're this. tired. You need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, I was listening uh, to a podcast like two days ago around light in your eyes. And like yeah. there was a compelling case of how humans are supposed to kind of get up around sunrise and go to bed when it gets and dark. And you be dark. Well, you're Brady, yeah. you'll rut harder if you get a little more. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me tell you. You want to rut harder, get on carnivore diet. But then the same thing is too. <laughs> Let me tell you. But I also have a very hard time actually. No, no gas and better drive. Huh. And compelling. <laughs> I, I have a really hard time too, just stacking on weight though. Like every year, I look like yeah. this. So you, you, you feel like you know the lack of your performance in hunting is strength based. Yeah, it's I not. It's not mental. I, w- I will go wherever I need to go to do yep. it, but it's like I want to be able to go there and faster yep. and perform the best of my I can. So like, I think when I was over two hundred. I hunted phenomenally. Those are some of the best years I can remember. Yeah, I'm still hunting great right now, but I'm 172 pounds does not feel right to me. And yeah. like, I remember no, no. you then. You were drinking protein shakes. Yep, masking or shakes. You had a gallon of water. I did have a lot of water back then. To me, yours is like so easily fixable. That's what mm-hmm. I want <laughs> him to commit. To, I'm working him down this path right <laughs> yeah. now. We're going to get him to publicly commit. Through his Instagram too, by the way. There you okay. go. And what what you? I mean, it's so obvious what, what he needs to do, for. right? Like it's like. I mean, I it's very hard to speak for somebody, as with matter of fact mentality, just because every every individual is different. I fully believe that, but I mean, yeah, there are some certain ingredients here that are like pretty foundational. And yeah, and it's I, pretty clear that that's. I mean, he what forgets to eat lunch sometimes. Yeah, I know. That's what I was pretty gonna say. Clear. Literally. Right now, today, I've had oatmeal with peanut butter, and that's it. And I'm not really that hungry. And I might go home sometimes. Oh, and literally, of phytic acid. And there's literally acid some nights oxidates. where I forget to eat dinner. Because, and I'm not just hungry. So I'm not just – I don't feel like I ever need food, too, which is also a problem that mm-hmm. I'm just not, you know, recovering. Mm-hmm. Well, just look at your body type. You are that type of yeah. – I'm sitting here right now just burning weight. Yeah. Because my – And you're I just – you're not an eater of a no. person. You don't carry – body fat you mm-hmm. don't carry like mass that's just yeah. your that's your body type so it makes sense where i'm the complete opposite yeah like i will gain weight just sitting here literally yeah. not eating mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it's so i just want to get to a certain point and be able to maintain that and then see what that hunting season will be different because so every you, every year i've just i fall apart during hunting season but i'm still like i said i'm still able to do what i do but i want to be able to do it better and I don't want this to impede me later on because right now it sure works. I'm only 36. So what's your new year, new you going to be? What are we committing to? I think I, I don't know what, how long. Lo- are you going to commit to something too? <laughs> yeah, publicly? a gallon of water. That's easy. You are, there is no way you're committing to that. Oh, I'll commit to that. You will? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Oh, let, we'll, we're coming back to you. What are you committing to? I just want to be over 200 pounds and maintain it. Ooh. Which right now that's, that's almost, it's almost 25 yeah. pounds I have to gain. All you have to do is eat more, sleep better, drink more that's water. That's a big yeah. ask. That's Why is that such a big 25 ask? 25 pounds? 25 pounds. In one year? That is that, is that even physically lot. possible? I mean, I don't want, I'm not, not going to eat shit food. Yeah, I was Again, say, I, it depends it's on like the, matter the type of weight that you put on. Yeah. Wait, it's you're 172 now? Um, once, I was 178.1 this morning, which I actually, I lost two and a half pounds over Christmas. What? And here's the thing, here's the thing, <laughs> that's, here's the thing that's crazy about Dear me too. God. So I eat so clean here. I go back home. My mom brings this up all the time. So I went back home. My mom is a phenomenal cook. Absolutely phenomenal. I got sick. When I was home, I had three days where my stomach was just 
destroyed. I didn't like have the flu or anything, but I t fully believe it's like eating these other foods that I'm not used to be eating, like more rich type foods or I had more vegetables when I was home. Mom has more like creamy type stuff. Like I'm not used to eating that because I just have literally when I go home last night, I had a big thing of mule deer ground up in a tortilla and that's my dinner. I had nothing else with it, but I was full afterwards. Like I don't eat a lot of our stuff. So I go home, I get sick a lot because of the foods my mom makes. That's normal foods for everyone else. But since I just don't eat yeah. the stuff I need to eat, then my body just reacts to it. Yeah. That's the gut biome, what it's used to. Yeah. And so I don't I'm have any vegetables. I don't really eat potatoes. I probably know I should eat some more potatoes. And I the only other thing I'll add ever Skin is potatoes. And I might even fight you on the other side of it too. I, I do. <laughs> I do a lot of steaks and I make a lot of basmati rice and some black beans. And I eat really burritos and steaks every single for the week. And I might throw in six eggs one night with my mule there, throw in a burrito, and that's what I eat. But during the day, you're not eating enough calories. During the day, I'm not eating at all. Like, you guys know I don't eat lunch. That's like, I literally does, it doesn't phase man, me to go you, work through if lunch. If you really want to get to 200, and again, it's hard to speak matter of fact, anybody's like personal body and how you're going to react mm -hmm. to it. But if you are sitting at 177, yep. 178. 178 right now. And you want to get to 200 plus. By the way, that's by August. Mm-hmm. For hunting season, I mean, you you're going to be four thousand plus calories, and, and that's a day. what I try to do last the, year. I would think the rough math. Yeah, and it's hard. It's, I get so full when I try to do that too, where I'm less like shoving food down my throat, and it just yeah, I feel more grogged down. Than macros the way. would be the route for sure. Yeah, macros for me. What do you guys do for supplements? Anything? Do you do vitamins? Anything like that? Porter. Um. You yeah. vitamin guy? I listen to what Rogan tells me to do. Right. <laughs> Either Lorenzo or Rogan. Yeah. I do the... Um, On it? Oh, yeah. I love it. Because there's... Rather than having like eight bottles, like they come in a little... Uh, Pre-packets are nice. Total human. Mm -hmm. There's a morning one and an evening one. I I need to be more consistent with my evening one. But, yeah, I love it. I just do multivitamins and fish it, oil. To be honest with you. And you feel different? You only do fish know. oil? Multivitamins <laughs> yeah. and fish oil. That's the only oh, thing I do. And fish oil. Yeah, yep. that's what I do. You? So... Do you guys do pre-workout? On carnivore, oh, yeah. you are not you don't supplement at all. Okay. Because the bioavailability of the nutrients in red meat is the most bioavailable nutrients of any foods out there. Mm. And that's, you know, been studied in, in a bunch of clinical studies that for that to be true. Um, so you you don't supplement. So typically I I would supplement or like what I was doing on macros, I would I was supplementing fish oils, uh, vitamin D, I think everybody could use some vitamin D, especially mm -hmm. in how work life is now. I mean, we're just not outside, outside enough, like ever, um, you know, and I think the one good thing about the, the China virus here is, um, that everybody showed and proved the lack of vitamin D or how many people mm -hmm. are vitamin D deficient. Mm -hmm. I, it's like so plain as day that everyone should be doing that. So I used to, anyways, I, I used to do a bunch of stuff, but now on, on, uh, Carnivore, all I do is those two peptides, uh, BPC-157 and ipamorelin, and that's it. That's all I do. Gotcha. And that's just a hormonal, pituitary gland hormonal stimulant. That's not like a, that's not a vitamin, mineral, any of that stuff. You do anything to help you sleep, melatonin, anything like that? Sleep mm -hmm. sleep aid? I no, do a sleep aid. Ambient? I can't drop my, <laughs> no. the, the sleep aid. <laughs> I take. No ambient for No. Oh, come on. <laughs> just for a good time? That's it. No I drinking, actually, just ambient. Do you think that would be a hard time getting up for the next morning? I for think, I've never had it, but it sounds it sounds like a party <laughs> sounds from what intense. I've heard. <laughs> sounds wildly intense. You take supplements? No, no. I do take one sleep supplement. Okay. It's called Beam Dream. Beam is the company. Dream I've heard is of those the product. guys on Instagram. And it is 
good. Phenomenal. Like I said, the foundation of your body's performance on sleep, it, it, like that is what it, that's what matters. And so I track my sleep and I've have it tracked both pre this product and during this product. I have not gotten off of it since I started. Ooh, it sounds like you're cheating on the carnivore. No, because all it is is magnesium, thiamine, <laughs> mm. um, and it's, uh, um, what's the other byproduct of weed? What's it called? CBD. And it's got a, a good time. healthy amount of <laughs> CBD in it. And that's, that's four it. milligrams of THC. Mm. What <laughs> else is in it? <laughs> no THC, I wish. Huh. Be sleeping real good. But no, yeah, I, I do take that. I, so I, I don't lied. do anything. I'll do vitamin D and I'm like maybe a B complex, you know, mm. but I'm not consistent by any means. I'm, I'm pretty low maintenance. <laughs> I'm very consistent. I should be, I should be better about it, but I, I'm not. I just, what I'm discovering, it's interesting to talk to people, but yeah, what I'm discovering is like I, I definitely don't put enough time into like, you know, exploring yeah. performance and thinking about it. And I, I get stuck in the, um, you know, the habit of like, I do the thing that I do, you know, and I do it, I dig it up and run. I don't have any issues with that, you know, and I keep it pretty, pretty simple, but hmm. water, so what are we committing to water, gallon water? I'll do gallon water. That's easy. A gallon gallon water. For how long? Forever. Forever. Right. Wait, I, don't, I don't, I don't believe in the forever. Says it's impossible. There's got to be the a month measure. of January and yeah, see if you yeah, no, I'll 30 it. days isn't I'll, enough. I'll do it. It's not enough. I'll do it through, uh, through March. We'll go through March. See how it goes. January through all of March. Mm-hmm. So 90 days. Sure. Well, would yeah. have to be March 5th because yep. you're going to start. Tomorrow. But I, w- I want to see if it makes a difference. If I feel better. Oh, it's going to start March 5th for you Kay. or end March 5th for yeah, you. I'll, and if I'll you keep that. it, you keep it. If you don't, but that's your, so what am I doing? What's my, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta, I think you should start working out in the morning. That's I, I, sure. I need to work out in the morning, gallon of water, your water for coffee, water for coffee. Because even though I take my multivitamins, I take my multivitamins with coffee. <laughs> you're making your <laughs> like I'm no joke. Uh, that's gonna catch up to you, dude. Yeah, like that's why I'm getting a little bit more thoughtful about. I'm 36, getting older, getting gray hairs in my beard. Like I've you had got those it for a while. while. Yeah. But can't uh, wash down your supplements with coffee. Yeah, I just gotta fix this weight issue though too. Like I want. You have to eat. It's so easy to me. Yeah. Like, you just got to eat. Because I, I can do the workouts. Like, the workouts, I, I can motivate myself all day. Like, workout's part of my life. But it's just, yeah, the food side of it. I mean, it's me. calories in, calories out. Like, mm-hmm. you're doing the calories out. You're burning them. You're working out. Mm-hmm. You're doing the hard part, frankly. Yeah. And the hard part, to me, seems the easy part. There's some science coming out that the circle diet is not necessarily true. Oh, God, here we go. Calories in, calories out, which is interesting. I'm definitely paying attention to that right now. Well, you, you but you, Andrew Huberman has a pretty it's pretty compelling is he the guy i think he's the guy i just listened to about light yeah Mm -hmm. in your eye yeah he's he's blown up right now huh Mm -hmm. well he's been blown up i've been listening to huberman for a long time yeah that's Um, exactly who huberman labs yeah yeah yeah, he talks about a lot of stuff a lot of a lot of stuff um and i would say he's because um rogan's had him and a couple other people have, have had him he talks about a lot of stuff. A lot of the light, the amount of light in your eye before 10 a.m. will be directly exactly correlated right. in how well of sleep you'll have and how much energy you'll have multiple days outside of that. Hmm. It's a pretty, pretty cool study he's done. Um, but you listen to him, and it's like everything's terrible. Like no, if you don't get enough sleep, if you don't, if like alcohol, everything is like Jesus. Everything's just horrible for you. <laughs> Huberman's a great depressing. Huberman has a he's a huge believer in the 80-20 rule, which so am I. As long as 80% of your days and nights are foundational, then have fun. Blow it out the other 20%. Hmm. Hmm. So, so can I get to 200 pounds? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to have a check in I don't know if you want to commit there. to that, but I think it's – You're 177? 178 right now this morning. I think let's that's a, do, good, a good goal for you to have personally. Let's do 190 
190. By? Because I, I want to force myself to start eating more, so I need something to. By July. July 190. Yeah. You could be more aggressive with that. <laughs> but I also want to. I also want to keep. That's the porter right now. I also have to figure out a way like to keep 1,200 it. He's eating like 1,200 calories. The, the if other, he goes from 1,200 to 3,000, the other thing water. too is if your body has been there before, it is very easy to get to that threshold again. It's mm -hmm. always it's very difficult to push past a, a threshold you've never been to. But if your body's been there before, it's much easier to get mm -hmm. to that point. So maybe we are being a little lenient. Way too lenient. 20 pounds by July, 197. I, I think, why don't you go 190 by April 1? Which is what you're doing, water, Yeah. right? Let's yeah, do that. 190 by April. April, by April 1, 1. not April end 1. of April. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And all you have to do is go from 1,000 calories a day to 4,000 or even three. Can we get you to 3,000? Yeah. That wouldn't be enough. I can't even it's yeah, so like I think I'm going to have to have almost 4,000 calories because like my body burns. And if you are working out every day, and you're, I you're love I love rowing. I love running. You're probably at three thousand, just, just yeah. a normal homeostasis. Yeah, just yeah. normal. Let me write this down, Lorenzo. He's not at three thousand. No, no, no. Body burn. It's just his. Oh day's yeah, body yeah, burn. yeah. I mean, it's if three in the afternoon. Out every single day, he's six five, and he works out like a banshee. And if he's doing that much cardio, I would. He's probably on just like a normal run rate of three thousand. It's yeah. three in the afternoon right now on a Wednesday. Yeah, he's had zero coffee. No zero water. Zero water. Or excuse me. He's had a lot of coffee. Z yeah. yeah. Zero water. water. There's water in coffee. Z that's a good point. Zero water. It's mostly water. And he's had oatmeal and peanut butter. So he's oatmeal, had oatmeal, peanut butter, and cinnamon. That's it. Five hundred calories. That's all I've had today. Seven hundred, maybe. Oh wait, no, I did have that English muffin earlier with peanut butter on it. Two peanut butters. Yep. Two. Yeah, whole English. That muffin is one thing. I, that is one thing I miss. Peanut butter is my favorite flavor on planet Earth. Can't have it. It's bad and for I, you. I'm missing that. I mean. I love my Adam's peanut butter. I mean, because I hate fucking sugar. Listen, listen. There are there are very different ways to look at everything. According to carnivore, yes, it is bad for you. According hmm. to carnivore. When we do the hundredth episode, Lorenzo is going to be talking about peanut butter should be with every single meal. Yeah, probably. <laughs> God, I and I will so. tell you, <laughs> and I will tell you how I feel, I which can't is wait nice for part. that episode. And not only will <laughs> I tell you how how I feel, I can also back it up with the data. Yeah. So what are you, you committing know. to? You're doing carnivore. I don't know. What, I'm not a New Year's resolution kind of person. I'm just okay. like a feel my body, listen to it. Like, uh, like I said, I'm I am very motivated by strength and VO2 max ratios because mm -hmm. I want to be strong for hunting, but I don't want it to infringe on like the endurance of hunting. And obviously, uh, there is a certain muscle mass that oh, yeah. gets you to that point, which I found last year. So, <laughs> don't want to go back to that. Um, so I don't know what I would commit to. I don't know. I guess carnivore until you guys are done too. I have no idea. Hmm. I think it's a good one. I think you've 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 already started it. So you, you it's like you said in. you didn't. Yeah, you didn't have to have a hard date like January one to, to get going. I always yeah, thought that I've, was. I always, I always thought date. that was funny. I mean, it's it's funny to me. Like I can wrap my head around. Like, why is it that January 1 can be such an easy reset for, for your mind mentally know. when it's the exact same as and any I've other never, day? And I've is. never believed that. I'm like, you know what? If, you, yeah. if you're going to be successful at something, do it now. Yeah, it is if you're gonna, If you really want to be, do it and be successful. Do it now. Yep. There's I no mean, other way to think about it. Agreed. The, lo the one logical thing, though, is everyone usually, not you, Lorenzo, but most people eat like crap during the holidays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's 
and then feel like nice, shit. Yes, and so everyone's ready. Never for, understood that for some change. For some change. Yeah, if you're tired sense. of feeling like shit, why are you going to continue to eat like shit through yeah. the holidays? It's like it's a full a month point. of just torturing yourself. Yeah, it's like you just get worse and worse through all of that, and you feel like crap, and you feel like shit. Yeah. It's so like what's the what is the reward through the holidays then? That like this is where my mind goes. So I'm genuinely asking you. Like, my mind goes to, what is your reward to continue to eat through the holidays? Like, you're telling me you don't want to start because the holidays are coming up, but you're telling me you feel like shit. So why would you continually do it through the holidays when you have time off and you mm-hmm. have fun and there's things going on? And Do you know what like I think it is? The older I've gotten, the more I've thought about this. I think it's mindlessness. It's it's the ability to, like, not lose care. self-control. My favorite, yeah. my favorite nice saying. Yeah, there is something nice about it. My favorite saying is to understand freedom, you have to understand discipline first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've, I live my life by that. Yeah, I think it's the ability to just like lose control. And it's like, yeah, I don't care, you know? And there's there's some reprieve in that, but then on the backside of it there's also some loathing and you know you know that it's coming, oh, right? Oh, I, I can't it's, stand it's, that. It doesn't come without a cost for sure. Can't stand that. So while we're on the subject, I want to ask you. You haven't committed to anything, by the way. I have, well, and not, I have to run to this marketing meeting. He's so. not drinking. Yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a big one for me. That is a huge well, if one. we're going to March, so are you. Or to April, <laughs> so are you. <laughs> Whoa. Can it, give me a little bit of credit. <laughs> you know me. This is a big commitment What are you going to miss? What are you going to miss in those three months? There's nothing going on. So should we get to the I have you haven't hit Memorial Day. a big work event with my wife. You haven't hit It's Memorial like a black tie. You want me to go there and drink water. Soda water with the lime. No one will a know gallon. the difference. It's not about what people. It's about me having to deal <laughs> with these <laughs> people I don't know. People. <laughs> so, I mean, Lawrence does not give me enough credit, but. 30 days is not enough. Oh. I, I don't accept that as a resolution. I haven't gone 30 days since I was 21 years old. doesn't matter. It's not enough. What are you doing it for? What is the purpose for I want to see how I feel. I want to see. I want to see if this Dr. Huber guy, who I'm just listening to, Huber Labs. Sorry, I'm butchering his name. What's his Huberman name? Huberman Labs. Yes. I'm new to him. Sounds like I'm late to the train. No, I mean, any time is better than never. Okay. So I want to see, I mean, he makes very compelling arguments that it's, quote, poisoning your body. I want to see It is the not, difference. quote, poisoning your body. It, it is. It is. Poisoning it really your is. Body. Okay. It well, is poisoning uh, your body. I want to see how I feel. I want to see you're how going, big of a difference it you're is. You're going to feel different. I don't know if it's going to be better because 30 days isn't long enough. You could still be detoxing after 30 days. So it doesn't, I don't, you will feel different. It's just, you're not going to know if it's better or worse. Detox. This is an AA meeting. I'm not. No, I am. You said this is an intervention. (laughs) I am detoxing. And that's what this is. I am. My body is detoxing. Really? Through carnivore. And that's why I feel like I don't feel a hundred percent yet. And I'm six weeks in. I do not feel a hundred percent. said your energy levels are better. My energy levels. I, I would always struggle with huge peaks and valleys of energy and huge peaks and valleys of stress levels. Like I, I was all over the map, huge mood changes, massive, like energy level changes. My mood changes were always on stress. Like that's what, that's what affects my mood more than anything. If I can, if I'm feel stress-free, I'm in a good mood. If I'm overly stressed, I will rip someone's head off. Include my wife will tell you that. So the one thing I have noticed in the six weeks post the two week flu post that two week uh, flu that you get my energy levels and my stress levels are insanely consistent. Like Mm. I mean, wildly consistent, wildly consistent, but I'm not right. I am uneasy still. Mm. I'm not right. Cause my body is, my stomach is still detoxing. Yeah, you haven't passed gas for five weeks. That's unusual. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, is it a good thing? It's probably a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. There's such little waste in, 
red, red, the bioavailability of red meat is over 95% of the nutrients. So the amount of waste that your body produces is like next to nothing. Mm -hmm. The amount of bioavailability in like kale is 25% ish. Mm. I don't want to speak out of turn. I don't know if you can look that up really quick, Cody, but typically like roughly speaking, vegetables are about 20 plus percent in bioavailability. So yeah, they have more K2 and they have more of this, more of that than red meat, but you don't get any of it. You only get mm. 25% of it. So if you look at the nutrition side by side at face value, some vegetables might look better, but then if you actually take the bioavailability of each, cause you have no acids in meat, you have no phytic acids, no linic acids, no oxidates, which is the plant's defense chemicals. It doesn't want to be eaten. So it doesn't want to be digested either. So it's going to release chemicals. This is the logical, like it makes your, sense, but then like. That affect your digestion. You're like taught veggies oxidates. are good for you. This yeah, is what I'm just. Fruit and veg, right? If you I believe, first them. of all, if any of you guys believe the FDA, we need an entirely new no, podcast. No, it's here. not about FDA, but. Just, if you believe the food pyramid, we need an entirely different podcast going on. I'm going to be doing, next time I'm on here, watch, I'll be doing carnivore. Because I'm just. I'm, it is and not, he'll probably be doing something else. It's not for the faint of heart. D- I'll tell d- you that. Depends on how he feels. He's going to assess yeah, it, yeah. which is what I like. And about I still don't feel right. Yeah, but it's been six weeks, so now I just get to quit because I don't feel right. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. So what, I'm are you, what are you committing to? Thirty days. Thirty days. Thirty days. And then we're gonna reassess. Enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll do that. You have to go to a marketing meeting. I do. Hold before, on. Before you go, okay. I, I just thought of something. Thirty days, and then the next thirty days you get to pick one day. I'm not committing to that. <laughs> I'm giving a lot, and you're being greedy. It is not very much. It's the fourth. It's not very much. That's like to me saying to you, like, you can't lift a weight for 60 days or something. Like, you're uh, asking. The one is way healthier than the other. Well, here. yeah, but, the, but uh, it's a big shift to current. I don't know. I can't think of an analogy, but. I'll give you the 30 days. I feel like. What's that? Five to ten percent. I was I was giving it more credit. I'll, I'll give you thirty. Five days. to ten percent of bioavailability of nutrients out of vegetables. I give you thirty days, but then I think you reassess it and yeah. see how you feel. And if you genuinely feel better, I think you you put the mark out there farther and run with it. I, I agree. Like if I'm if I'm as clear as people say, Brinkers says, like I feel great. I will definitely consider. So, so there, uh, there is a guarantee in this. Like I said, it's hard to speak matter of fact to anybody individually. But like, you stop drinking, you will feel better. There's no question. It's just the amount of time it takes to get to that point. Thirty days might not be enough. It's so a good then, start. So we'll give it thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three. As soon as you feel better, you commit to the next thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, so we publicly announcing this on social, right now. Keep ourselves accountable. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm sure. good with that. You can do a story. Yeah. I'll do a story. You do a story. I'm not going to do a story. I mean, his is drink <laughs> water. I mean, <laughs> yours is eat. That's really easy. I mean, That's really easy. <laughs> eat, eat and drink water. <laughs> yeah. It's all relative, though. I mean, it's pretty easy for me to go 30 days without alcohol. I could go yeah. 60. doesn't matter. No, to me. Go, it's all, it's all could, relative. Yeah. I could literally. It's all relative. Drinking a gallon of water for me is definitely going to be challenging. Like, I'm, it's, it's, it's going to be a habit shift for me. I mean, to somebody that drinks water all the time, it's just part of their process. Like, but for me, I'm gonna have to think about it. It's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cognitively make a decision to drink so water. So good for you, though. So, so quickly, though, what do you think about 75 hard? I think anything right, that I'm makes you. No, no. I got. We, we gotta ask one more question. Oh. We're, we're a hunting podcast. You got. What's your hunting goal for? Oh yeah. Here? What's your hunting? One goal? hunting goal. One hunting goal. Okay. Give us one hunting goal before you go. Well, 
I normally have a better hunting plan by January. What is today? January 4th. I'm a little bit behind on that category. Backcountry hunt for sure in 22. I don't have another goal on top and of that. 23. Though. Excuse me, 23. So a backcountry hunt. Yes. I missed. I did not have one in 22, and I did not like that because the planning, the preparation, the training, like, oh, I love nothing better to me than being 120 days out, and you got to – I mean, I get my gear laid out in our mm-hmm. guest bedroom like 100 days before I leave. Like, I love it. Like, Break it in the boots, like all that. Like so that I want to do again in twenty three. I don't know what the hunt is, I don't know what the species is, I don't know what the state is. And that's a backpack multi day hunt. Oh yeah. Okay. I like it. That's a good one. Like you, Brady? That's gonna be really, that's gonna really tough for me. I don't I don't honestly know right now. Hey, I mean, thank you guys for having me. I feel honored. Thanks yeah. for coming we'll, on. We'll, we'll, we'll finish this up. Yeah, we'll finish that. Really. Yeah, you sorry. Can take, you can take the mic off. And I can. Yeah. Can I just say thank you guys? Yeah, we appreciate you. Okay, thank you. Welcome to fiftieth. We gotta have you back on. There's still more to explore here. I'm in. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Leo. Brady, you don't have a. Ooh, you cut my, you cut my mic. I'm yeah, back. It is. You don't have a hunting goal. I don't honestly know yet. I was trying to think about that because I'm right, working on that article right now about my New Year's resolutions, and most of it's all about just fitness stuff right now. So you are writing, literally writing. Yeah, I was, I was possibly going to publish tomorrow. So you're tomorrow. a full-blown reser- New Year's resolution. Yeah, it was mainly like hunting goals, but it was, like, it was all towards this fitness side of it. And so now I'm going to modify this article and put this challenge in there Yeah. about you know committing to whatever is April 1st being 190. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of a hunting goal. Like, I mean, most of my stuff I want to do every year is just chase big mule deer but i don't know what else a goal around that could be but i mean i didn't kill a mule deer last year mm-hmm. failed in that regard so kill, kill mule deer yeah like i passed up a lot of bucks you know most people be happy with but i wanted a giant and mm-hmm. i just want to get you know another giant under my belt just really go off that challenge you got a number in line 190 plus there you go there you go what about you goal yeah take my son on more hunts That's this year goal. than last That's year i only good. took him on one last year and it was uh <laughs> it was not like a it wasn't like a, you know, family trip type of hunt, like where it's just really us hunting the personal time. I wanted, I need to do that this year. Gotcha. I did it two years ago. Loved it. Um, I need to do it this year. I'm yeah. Like that's my definite goal is to find that hunt, cow hunt maybe, some, mm-hmm. something that's just very with him, like I'll, all I'll the, like the entire way through. Yeah. Trail. Um, yeah, I'm uh, similar to you. My My oldest kid is 17. He's a junior in high school, and it's, been really bizarre the uh just kind of the weight is starting starting to really set it on me but that he has one hunting season left at home yeah you know he's it's got wild to think. yeah holy shit he's got one hunting season left so he's never killed a bull elk so a branch antlered bull so one of my goals is to take him and and have him give the opportunity to kill his first branch antlered bull and then along with that you're gonna uh, hold a lot of stress in that hunt yeah i will yeah you're gonna be I, def- I definitely will um, and then to, to get all three of my boys out, you know, together on a hunt of some kind, just get them in the field somewhere, you know, experience yep. a hunt, whether it's with him hunting elk or, you know, maybe a deer tag that I've got just to get the three of them out together and just, you know, camp. Spend I like some, that. Spend goal. some time camping. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one. And then, uh, kill 180 inch mule deer with my bow. There we go. And, and kill a bull elk with my bow. <laughs> Those are some yes. solid goals right there. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with hunting for the, for the year. What's your, can I ask you, your yeah. your plan for the 180-inch mule deer? Yeah. What states you're looking at? Mm-hmm. What, what's your thought? Yep, so I haven't had a deer tag in Utah for quite a few years, so I should have a deer tag in my home state mm-hmm. with the ability to, to scout in a unit 
relatively close to home. So I like my chances there because there's still some good bucks in general season units if I just Absolutely have the, the ability to scout. So I feel pretty good about my opportunity there. And then I could – I've got the points, I think, to draw a Kayabab archery deer tag in Ooh. Arizona, which I could definitely break. You yeah. Can, yeah. I could break that mark. I mean, I think it's For real, sure. f- real feasible. So I think those are probably the two I'm looking at. That's awesome. That's a good goal. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and then elk. I'll, I'll do Wyoming elk with my kid. And oh, I'll, I'll I trust you with elk. I'm not, wor- <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried yeah. there. I'll, I'll draw that and go up and bow hunt and then take him back with a rifle, hopefully, for, you know, four or five days. I Trail is literally part elk, so. He literally is part elk. I don't know. Funded elk with him multiple times. He is part elk. <laughs> That's it. Um, That's kind of my New Year's, New Year's resolutions. And now I feel like I'm haven't set a lofty enough goal here. I'm just trying to hunt with my kid more. Hey, you probably haven't thought about it much. I mean, again, I'm not like a resolutions kind of guy. It's yep. just it just happens to be application season, so I'm mm-hmm. very focused on like this one goal for this next hunting season. It's not necessarily a resolution thing, so I haven't like, you know, well, set the out these game plans. The other part of that is I asked the question, meaning that I'd been thinking you about it. <laughs> <about> it. Yeah. <laughs> you been, knew it was coming. Uh, yeah, on the yeah. drive down, I'd been thinking about the question, yeah. so yeah. I, had, I had a leg up for sure, so. For sure. Um, <laughs> you asked, would you ask 75 hard? 75 hard. What do you think about 75 hard? I mean, I'm a huge fan of anything that gets somebody to do something now mm-hmm. and like r- super rigid. Yeah, it's very I'm not, rigid. Like there are, there are two schools of thought, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to do one good meal a day for a week and then two good meals a day. I mean, there, there's some, I guess, some thought there that I can understand. But I am, I'm like the, if you're going to do it and be successful, decide a day and be super fucking rigid. Yeah. And like that's that's how you succeed. You know, part of seventy five hard that I find really intriguing that I'm gonna try to do is the, the reading. The reading? Yeah, was I it was I it five like minutes part. or ten minutes a day? Yeah, oh. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm I've it's been two workouts a day. Yep, so seventy five days of eating right, no sugar, no none yep. of that stuff. I don't know the exact nutritional profile. Yeah, you have to follow some sort of program. Yeah, and no sugar, no any yep. of that, which I am huge fan of i think everybody should detox themselves off of sugar sugar's horrible a couple months out of the year every year i think that should be a thing um and i know it's two workouts a day one is outside right which i think is awesome yep two 45 minute workouts yeah one of them has to be outside and one of them has to be outside correct cody yep yep and then um the the reading is interesting too just to force yourself to and it how many pages you say cody 10 pages of educational or self-improvement. Yeah, I, I didn't know what Huge it was, fan. but for me, I'm going to try to read two books a month. That's a I good like goal. And a gallon of water a day. There you go, Trail. There, you there is. You're already halfway there. Two books a month and a I gallon I know a couple of people have done 75 hard. Yeah, I was talking to one of my friends, uh, Wilson, about it. Yeah, no alcohol, no cheat meals. Um, I know a couple of people who have done it who, you know, I'll, I'll call it, sh- were struggling with some, some, discipline some mm-hmm. self-discipline and they are like totally different people yeah after totally you complete that, i bet you'd be totally dying i know two people that were struggling with self-discipline yep different outlook on completely life completely different people yeah i think that's what this all boils down to is self-discipline and self- it is. do you think it's a learned trait or a born trait i think it's some some born i think there's a i think i definitely know people that i don't know if they're born with it but for whatever environmental they grew up in with that it. they grew in whatever environment they grew up in they definitely have the ability to have more self-control. Um, I also think you can teach yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> I mean, I'm an example of that. You can definitely teach yourself self-control. You can develop yeah. and get better at it. It's like a muscle. You, you develop it. You That's get how more I feel. About it. I think you can, I think you can train it. 
and it only gets stronger. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I definitely think regardless of where you started from, whatever environment you came up in, I definitely yeah. think you can, it's like a muscle. You can grow yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah, I just want to be present and committed every single day to make myself better. Yeah. that. I, and that's literally, man, that's, I don't know. One of my goals is just keep. I probably sound like a huge doucher on this podcast, but like I'm just, I'm a huge believer in the data supported human performance of yourself, not like mm-hmm. anything else out there. Right. There's a lot of things I look up to. I'm like, holy shit, that's a really amazing feat that I would love to do. Like, I'm not that person and I don't have that person's life. So let's just focus on what I'm going to do. So I think what we need to do is how I share biology reports with you guys. You guys need to start sharing some uh, science and nutritional data with this guy over here. A lot of stuff with you. I could dive in. You're going to go on. Look at him, not me. (laughs) You're going to go on the macro calculator is the first thing you're going to do. Yep. And put in all your data. I think I'm ordering a Whoop tonight and it'll too. It'll spit out what you need. I, I'm a huge believer. Because I, I like my Garmin watch, but doesn't do. I don't think it doesn't, it doesn't do, do quite do, as much. Yeah. And it's not as intuitive. This it doesn't one really track my sleep very well either. This one, there's literally nothing to it. You put it on and you yeah. go. Like and there's no yours buttons. Is, yours looks really tight. It's supposed to be fairly it's tight. To be tight. It's supposed to be like put a finger underneath. Oh. That's how it's supposed to be. You got a new band for Christmas? I did. Cool. Proud of you. Did. Any any final thoughts, resolutions, 2023? Oh, I know what I'm committing to. Yeah. But I did it six weeks ago. Okay. 150 minutes a week of high zone three or higher steady state cardio. Cool. Mm. That's what I've, I committed to that when I started carnivore. So maybe we'll keep that one too. Keep it. 150 minutes a week of high zone three or higher steady state cardio. Anything else for 2023 you guys want to touch on before we wrap up? Man, you excited about the year? I'm excited. Like yeah. I said, we've talked to the other podcasts. I love app season. Yeah, you too. It's the time of year I assess what I did last year, what I think I could do more of, what more you research. Want to ac- what you failed and want to accomplish. Yeah, I like, love that outlook. You know, like you said, read more books. Like I have a lot of books I read all the time. Like I always mule their books, biology books. I want to dive into more of those. Maybe make up some more notes. Maybe just get learn, maybe broaden my horizons a little bit. Maybe chase some new species again. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, just be more well-rounded hunter, I think. Cool. Right on. Well, that's a wrap. It was fun to have Porter on. It, it was. was fun to have Porter on. He wasn't as animated as I thought he I would thought be about I this stuff. He, he was pretty <laughs> docile. I think he's he was pretty reserved. We didn't <laughs> have a lot of chances to razz on him because he was, <laughs> he was yeah. nervous about his meeting. He was pretty reserved. Yeah. Usually we can get him going off a podcast. He, he, he planned to have a meeting. and he This, and he, this he 30 days it. bullshit, though, like, <laughs> that is not enough. Yeah. This is not hard enough. Right on. We use the. We, we, did you touch on promo? Nope, promo didn't code? touch on promo. Just yep. real quick, promo code podcast fifty. Sign up for Gohan Insider account. Get yourself fifty points, which is fifty bucks back to the Gohan Gear Shop. You can get some new gear. You get some training gear. You get some new ultra running shoes. Exactly. Oh yeah. So you can get you some mountain op supplements. You yep. get some pre workout. Get you started. So use that promo code podcast fifty. Sign up for an Insider account. Fifty bucks to Gohan Gear Shop. Promo code podcast fifty. Pro- podcast po- no. Podcast. Damn it. I just podcast? Just podcast. If I screwed that all up. What yeah, we, 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 th- 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 we threw the number one there before Damn when it. we had that uh, the 100-point promo. Oh, gotcha. Pro- promo code podcast. Podcast. Good for 50. Podcast 50. And that'll also get you <laughs> – that'll also <laughs> – <laughs> promo code podcast will also get you 20 points back if you sign up for Explorer too. Gotcha. But right now it's research season, so might as well just get inside or get, get everything, get maps. Maps is get a commodity. It, it, I mean, get, maps is a commodity. Man. Just yep. get, get the whole platform. Get it's one, it's one thing that you can get a lot of different places. I don't know how many people I've talked to that signed up for an Explorer membership and use the maps, and then they have a bunch of follow-up questions on draw odds and harvest statistics yep. and, and all that stuff. Just in my, I mean, this is a shameless plug because I work here, but just go 
pay them. Well, I mean, the data supports it. We have yeah. a wildly higher percentage of people that are upgrading from Explorer to Insider yeah. than we thought yeah. because it just it opens your eyes to like, okay, now what's this? What's that? What's that? Yep. Well, okay, yep. well, this product, now you don't have to sit on the phone with us for nine hours. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can, you know. Yep. So use the promo code podcast. Podcast. 50 points. New year, new you. That's right. I mean, that's. I started that a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. See you boys. See you guys.